This podcast is sponsored by JList.com. On JList.com, you can shop from a constantly evolving catalog of anime merchandise such as toys, books, Japanese snacks, anime computer games, and so much more. Support this podcast and visit JList.com for all your anime shopping needs. Gravy is like the opposite end of the spectrum from Turkey. As I mentioned, Turkey is kind of like the, the canvas upon which the painting is, is, is painted. Gravy is like the ultimate wingman. Like, gravy goes good with everything. Gravy is like your slightly less attractive friend that you take to the bar to, like, jump the grenade so you can, <laughs> so you can move in and pick up the hottie. That's gravy. Mm. And to put it so low is offensive. So Moe girls don't like gravy? You are listening to the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. Welcome to the 253rd episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Wherever you're listening, or wherever you are, thank you for tuning in and listening to us today. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am joined by the usual crowd, Kazuo and Chiaki. Say hi, guys. Hey, everybody. You know, they said we couldn't do it, but here we are, 253. They, they, I don't they, know who said it, but somebody said it. They did. They, they did. You can find us on our website, www.aaapodcast.com. We're also on iTunes, so you can drop us a five-star review if you would like, so we can have our uh, our consecutive five-star review streak continue. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, of course. You can tweet us at aaapodcast, so you can become part of the community. And, of course, we are live on YouTube Saturday night at 9.30 p.m. EST, so... Hello to the live audience. It's great to have you guys, as always. So, uh, what do you guys have going on tonight? Anything interesting happen? I'm drinking a Kirin Ichiban. That's a Japanese beer. It is a Japanese beer, and I've been missing Japan all week. I really want a good bowl of Balmain. Chiaki's homesick. I'm super Jap- Japan homesick right now. Are you homesick for Japan, Kazuo? Uh, well, I've never been there, but yes. We were discussing earlier, I want to go to Japan so I can do some karaoke. We were discussing how Chala Hedchala, the intro to Dragon Ball Z, is the best karaoke song ever, and it is in every Japanese karaoke machine. So good. Oh, also, I am drinking a Stella Artois today, keeping it classy. We have another interesting drink here that is not a beer, but we will be introducing this in just a bit. But first, we have a five-star review submitted by Migrations to iTunes. So Feel the Migrations. Sorry. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> Migrations. <laughs> Who would like to read the five-star review? Can I read it? Can you read? Um, maybe. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if Hooked on Phonics worked for you. <laughs> this cast feels a lot more down-to-earth 
and less corporate than others. Oh, we're less corporate. I'm more of a manga reader and gamer, but I like the Japanese culture talks from the crew. May the Church of Mitsugi forever shameth they who put blended cake into thine mouths. And That's on right. the third day, the Moe Archangel shall be put to rest. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, it's actually really important for people to get an appropriate amount of sleep. So I like being put to rest. And I just wake up when it's morning time. <laughs> you know what? I was actually fairly impressed with your read of that of that review. It had old, it had like olden language. I think olden language is cool. I think I'm that, a Ren Fair kind of girl. I think that every penny your parents spent on helping you get extra help with your reading was absolutely well spent. Great investment. Oh, that wasn't my parents. I took it out of the podcast coffers. Proof. Oh my God. Proof that Inglés <laughs> sin barreras works. That's embezzlement. What? Inglés sin barreras. It's a, never mind. It's how to learn English. It's a Spanish thing. Oh. So cool. You know what, Chiagi? Let's put it to the test again. Why don't you try to read these forum members? I don't know. I don't want to take it from Kazuo. I'll I'll do it. I'll read these members. I got this. Is that okay? Go. All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I got this. I got this. If that's Uh, cool. (laughs) So we've got Zeph Marquise, Kawaii Neko Senpai, Crimson Flow, and Cross Anima. Not Anima, Anima. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would be very, ooh. very different things to cross yeah. right there. I'm going to have to to take Kawaii Neko Senpai. Oh, man. It's a strong choice. It is a strong. Actually, no, you, you can have that one because I'll take Zef Marquise in the off chance oh. that it has to do with Zek Marquise. I don't think there's an off chance. I think that's a strong chance. That <laughs> that's gonna, that's I'm, not off. <laughs> I'm going to jump in there and take Cross Anima because I... R- I've been playing Final Fantasy X HD Collection lately, and um, that has a, a summon called Anima in it. Oh, that's true. It does. It does. Yeah. 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 Chains. Okay, so we had trivia this week. Significantly more difficult question than last week, even though it's from a very popular shonen anime known as Fairy Tale. The actual answer was Biska. And the correct answers were from Baka Ichigo, Shake a Spear, Opai for Senpai, One Half Ranma, Midori is No Try, David the Demon. Shikakage, Chumiki, and Frat Brotaku. <laughs> that is an odd. Awesome. Where was that name on our name it was of the like week? A week ago or I so. I don't know. Oh, was Frat Brotaku, yeah. I'm an old man. I can't, re- I can't remember that <laughs> long ago. So, anyway, the winner for the week was David the Demon. So, congratulations for that. But the winner for the month was indeed Takuara77. So, congratulations. Congratulations. What do we have for Johnny? I'm sure you will be handsomely rewarded with a prize from JList.com. And uh, you have been contacted about that already. Hey, Mitsugi, I want to let you know something. What, that I didn't know even one of the next four trivia questions? Yeah. I, uh, I know this, this round of trivia was a little easier. So the next theme is magic circles. And I'm going to separate the boys from the men. Yeah, I got my ass beaten by this trivia already. I tried to answer all four of them because they're already all selected. But Mitsugi didn't even know one. So, I suck, but, you know, whatever. It's time for an almighty anime mailbag. Anime. 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 Mailbag. Bag, 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 bag. (laughs) Kazuo, I heard you. I love that intro there. Okay, so this so first good. mailbag, oh, by the way, if you want if you want to submit a mailbag, you can do so on the web on our website www.aaapodcast.com. There's a mailbag button that says mailbag and you click it and it sends it right to our Google document for mailbags, very fancy. Thank you for that, Chiaki. You're welcome. 
Of course, we're two months behind, but uh, I hope you'll be patient. You know, there's always that mailbag episode that comes up every quarter to six months. So, Can yeah. I ask one quick question? Gamanしてください. Um, okay, I guess that means go ahead. Um, so people submit mailbags. That's right. Now, do yes. their mailbags go into the mailbag? Is it like a mailbag within a mailbag? There is no physical mailbag, but... Um, There's a mailbag in our well, heart. In your heart, there is a mailbag. And it's full of people's words to us. They fill our mailbag with love. Yep. I imagine that Chiaki's mailbag heart is full of like moldy stalactites that drip like moe slime. Moe slime? Yeah. There's no such thing as moe oh, slime. Oh, oh. Moe I have. S- <laughs> Let me tell you that I, the closest I'm here to thing tell we have is donut glaze. I was gonna say cake icing. Yeah, I was gonna say the closest thing we have is like cake icing, donut glaze. We don't have moe slime. It just That's goes yucky. to show you that you're not truly in the trenches in the war against moe because I have seen some shit. Okay. My heart is filled with other hearts. Okay, so the first mailbag <laughs> That's is... That's surprisingly dark. I know. The first mailbag is a thesis, and it's submitted by Dollar Bang. Dear Triple... This is truncated, by the way. Uh, oh, this is truncated? Of course. De- yes. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, um, amazingly. I'm going to read it really fast. Dear Triple I recently listened to your misconceptions of Japan... I-, I decided to read this one because it's actually kind of funny. I recently listened to your Misconceptions of Japan episode and came up with a question related to your time there. Now, I'm a fan of the Yakuza games from Sega, and I know your games, I know the games give you a very accurate picture of what Japan is like from all the various locations to the restaurants you can eat at and the various stores you can visit. Now, my question is how often did you guys get into random fights while walking around? Now, from what I've learned about Japan and the Yakuza games is that you can't even walk 10 feet before some punk wants to pick a fight with you because you looked at him the wrong way or supposedly bumped into him. I- I'm sure you guys have plenty of notches on your belt from the fights you have taken part in, especially Cram, since he's been there the longest. He's also the biggest, by the way. Um, I bet you guys were able to take down your foes with ease, being that you're a foreigner and white. Uh, I'm going to have to stop you right there. Got to stop you right there. This next part, I need you to read it like Hulk Hogan, if you can. Give me your okay, best I, better, I better take a sip of my All coffee. Right, here we go. Now let me tell you, brother, <laughs> something I just bought from the lottery ticket. And when they call my number at the end of the month, the first thing I'm going to do is buy a plane ticket, brother, and head straight there. I'm sure I won't be able to take two steps off the plane before some fool wants to take a piece of me. I'm sure to lay down the smackdown on some jabronis, brother. Can you know what I'm saying? Keep going. There's more. There's more. Oh, God. There's, this last <laughs> sentence. You got to oh, do man, it. Oh, man. I can't wait. I'm ready. I'm wicked and I'm wild, brother. Because what you going to do in Japan when Dollar Mania runs wild over you? Yeah. I was actually Loving really it. impressed by that. I'm not going to lie. It. That, uh, wow. I actually, I want everyone to know that I didn't get into that many fights because being a girl... The second I stepped off the plane, they handed me my magical girl wand. Right. So I didn't really get in any fist fights. I just spun around Mm -hmm. and my clothes flew off and I glowed and then the new clothes came on. And then really I just pointed my wand at things and cute little creatures attacked them for me. So I I think this is definitely one of those misconceptions about Japan because I, you know, I I never got in a fist fight. It was all magical battles. Yeah, what? <laughs> anyway, so uh, the next mailbag is submitted by Kazu Taiga. And by the way, um, there's no no one fights in Japan, but yeah. Uh, the next and the next mailbag is submitted by Kazu Taiga. And who would like to read this one? I will read the mailbag. Uh, let's see. 
Hi, I was just wondering about cell phones in Japan. When I see phones in anime, they're usually flip phones and people exchange info with infrared. What's texting like? Is it really just emailing? And do more people use flip phones or are people starting to move to smartphones? What are emojis, emoticons like in Japan? Thanks. Where do you think we got our emojis and emoticons from? Japan. Japan. Actually, no, really. I'm I'm on my iPhone right now for those of you watching live. If you have the emoji keyboard installed mm. and you go to the, what is it, to the car symbol and you flip over one, two, two pages so that you're on the third button, mm. those are Shinkansen trains. Oh, snap. And the next one has the the little arrow that's yellow and green. That's a Japanese logo for new driver. And then on the next one, the one that looks like a bun with steam coming off in red, that's a Japanese icon for onsen. So actually the emojis that you probably already have came from Japan. So their emojis are our emojis, or rather I should say ours are theirs. So oh, let me ask you, what were you doing on your phone prior to show? I just want them to know what you were doing on your phone. Playing Puzzle Dora. I was playing Puzzle Dora. I am <laughs> <laughs> sorry, a Sapphire King Dragon level opened up, and I was just about to level and restore my stamina. Mitsugi, what well, would you have done? Pretty much everybody is playing Puzzles and Dragons because I, on the on the game app, they said that they recently hit 40 million downloads or something. It's insane. Yeah, I think it was something like I that. Love, I love how your response is, what would Mitsugi do? I'd be playing Puzzle Dora. <laughs> See? Right? I, I must have at least 200 hours in that game. No, no shit. Um... Yeah, when I first went to Japan back in 2005, the, the Japanese people were still pretty much using flip, flip phones and stuff. They hadn't really adopted the smartphone yet. Keitai? Uh, the, yeah, it was the, their Keitai Denwa was uh, Choto Furui. But, um, but nowadays, they're really adopting iPhones, and I think it's really starting to dominate uh, even over there. I think it was kind of slow to catch on because not the, smart, the, the iPhones didn't used to have the, uh, the little loop with the cute keychain char charms that Japanese people go crazy over. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that they've sort of started to sell you know, iPhone cases that have the loop on them so people can buy the case and put their little kawaii uh, charms on their phones. Genius. Genius. I remember I bought a um, one of those little attachments back in the day at an anime convention. It was, uh, I think it was a one-piece one. And I looked at my phone and I was like, ah, oh, crap, there's nowhere to put it. <laughs> so disappointing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you go to Japan, one of the things you'll get out of gotcha gotcha machines a lot, the gotcha pon, are definitely keychain charms. There's lots of that stuff. And I have a couple cool little items from behind me that I can't dig out, but uh, that I got from out of those things. But. The best way to sum it up is even if the technology comes from Japan, assume Japan to be on a three to five year delay of adapting to new technologies. And that's probably a pretty safe bet on most things. So, yeah. Anyway, we have one more mailbag by from Patrick, and I think only one of us hasn't read a mailbag yet, so why don't the you cat. just go ahead? All right. The cat. No, Neil? the cat. The cat's sleeping. Oh. Patrick writes, greeting AAA hosts. Thanks for the weekly podcast and Japan talk. You're Double welcome. thanks for being so reliable with posting e episodes regularly as well. That's right. That's important to us. Yes. yes, it is. In the past few years, multiple manga series have received live action adaptations. Lupin and Doodleken are the most recent examples with Parasite and Attack on Titan coming soon. What do you all think of this trend? Personally, I think I love seeing my favorite character and manga locals brought to life. 
My secret shame. I've seen the most recent Ken- Kenshin films twice each in cinemas. That fight choreography. Wow. Thanks again for the good conversations, Patrick. Well, if you've seen them in theaters, you must be in Japan. And how is that a shame? That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't call that shame. <laughs> yeah. We're that proud, loud and proud. Yeah, exactly. I think that people should make as many adaptations of anime as they want, anime and manga. I like I like seeing the live action a- adaptations. I don't often think they're very good, but um, I do hate to see bad adaptations. Like the Dragon Ball movie was god awful. Oh, Dragon Ball Evolution is one of the worst pieces of shit ever, and almost nobody will will disagree with that. I feel like I feel like in Japan. For bad adaptations being done in America, I think that's just a matter of poorly adapting source material. But and I low think, budgets. Well, I was going to say, I think in Japan, even more than America, it's that Japanese Hollywood budgets, like if you compare them to American Hollywood budgets, it's not even close. And there are some really strong uh, manga to, um, you know, uh, movie adaptations we were talking about earlier. Uh, All you need is kill was a you know is a Japanese manga that That's was turned true. into um what did they call it in this uh, in the states? Well, it was a uh, light novel. Was was it a manga? Uh, I think it was well? a light novel. Was it a light novel? I, I'm, yeah. I know it. To look it up. I know it was a light but novel, it's, but it, it might have been of, a. It's it sort of fits into the conversation here. But yeah, they made it. In, what was the name of the movie they turned it into? Um. Uh, I always forget. I always Tom think Cruise. of Live, Tom Die, Cruise's, Repeat. Tom Cruise's last attempt. Edge of, of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, which is also the song from Saved by the Bell college years. That's random. Uh, yes. And there's actually a YouTube video of someone taking that trailer from the movie Edge of Tomorrow and playing it with the song Edge of Tomorrow from Save oh, the Bell. Oh, that's great. It's genius. But it was really good. So I'm saying is that there are some good ones out there, even though, yes, it was a light novel. My, my favorite amalgamation on YouTube recently has been the Taylor Swift 80s aerobics video with Shake what? It Off. Oh, my God. Yeah, you've not seen. I don't, I even, I don't even like Taylor Swift that much. I, I can't sing any of her songs, but that video is hilarious. Anyway, so as everybody knows, we're sponsored by JList.com, and they're running a special holiday promotion for you guys. That's just for us. That will last between now and the end of the holiday season. They have created a special promo code for us. The promo code is WELOVEAAA14. And if you make any purchase of $40 or more and you use this promo code, they will give you a $10 off of your purchase. So Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me that they're just going to... Give me ten bucks. I'm telling you, that's what exactly what I'm telling you. You're like and losing money if you don't go and spend money. And and so I just go to jlist.com, right? And right. I use the promo code. We love AAA14. And I get ten bucks. That's like if you buy if you buy four manga that are ten dollars each, and you use the promo code, it's like they give you the fourth manga free. How do they stay in business? I don't know. I don't know. You're gonna have to ask uh, the good people over at, J- at uh, jlist.com about that. But um, you can you can pretty much buy anything you want with the promo code. It's not applicable to their grab bags, I don't believe. But otherwise, you can buy all the crazy figures and calendars and manga and hentai and whatever else you want. So we you, you we freaks. love AAA14. <laughs> so go do, go check that out. So um, yeah. So we have a really good episode for you guys today. We are going to be doing a Thanksgiving special of sorts. We're going to be talking about. Um, all of our favorite Thanksgiving foods, and we're also going to be giving a lowdown on some food-centric anime to kind of get you ready to uh, stuff your stomachs. And we're also going to be talking about our top 10 favorite Thanksgiving foods for this season. We all made our list and uh, came up with an aggregate ranking, so that'll be fun to go through. 
And then of course we have a, an anime review to do for you guys from a past recent season. Gekkon Shoujo Nozaki-kun, or Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. Um, a, uh, a comedy anime from, I think, what was it, the spring? Uh, maybe. So, maybe. So, Seems stay legit. tuned, and we're, we're going to be back after the news break, so don't go anywhere. Hey everyone, this is Chiaki, and this is your anime news break. First up, for those of you who enjoy your Mario Kart, you may have been driving around in a Mercedes-Benz in the game as they've previously collaborated with Nintendo on in-game car models for the Mario Kart 8 game. However, Nintendo is, well, lending its characters back to Mercedes-Benz for their latest series of commercials, Go! GLA. They feature Mario, Princess Peach, and Luigi in two new Japanese commercials that highlight the cars and, well, the game. You can find them located on YouTube. In other news, a high school in the Yamanashi Prefecture, Fujiyoshida's Fujikitaryo High School, has allowed students to do something a little bit different and, well, I think it should be applauded. They're attempting to get their students to re-examine traditional meanings of masculinity and femininity and invited students to participate in, I quote, sex change day. Male and female students could opt to wear one another's uniforms. Now, of course, this was not forced. They were just allowed to. 299 students, 117 boys, and 182 girls chose to wear their peers' uniforms. Those who volunteered to participate received a special lesson on how the change can affect their awareness of their own behavior and those around them, as well as dangers of accepting the norm. So, hats off to you, Fujiyoshida's Fuji Kitario High School. Hats off to you indeed. In other news, if you're like me, you're very sad that Utada Hikaru is, well, on kind of an indefinite hiatus. But there is something coming out for you that might be interesting. It's a new cover album titled Utari Hikara no Uta. And what this album is, is it's a, an album featuring Utara's most famous songs as covered by other famous artists. It's going to ship on December 9 and features artists like I, Ayumi Hamasaki, Yasuyuki Okamura, and, well, many more. Even if you're not interested in Hutada Hikaru's music, it's still worth checking out because the team behind the new Evangelion films will be creating a video for the album. Finally, it's past Halloween, but your dog doesn't know that. Yes, I did just say dog. If you happen to have a dog that you enjoy dressing up in cute little costumes, well, Dakuten is selling something that may interest you. You can now have your dog battle nefarious minions and fight evil, looking like Common Rider number one. The, co the dog costume comes complete with a hat that looks like its helmet. If you are more on the evil side, you can dress up like Shocker Combat Man. The costumes run from size extra small to extra large and cost 1,990 yen or just over 17 US dollars. I have just one request. If you happen to buy one of these and dress up your dog in it, please take a picture and post it either on our Facebook or Twitter. This was Shiaki, and this was your Anime News Break. Don't go anywhere, because we'll be back to the show soon. 
Hey, Mitsugi, did you order those trivia prizes off JList.com yet? I've been meaning to do it at work when I'm not helping people make spreadsheets. But the problem is, JList.com has so many crazy, awesome adult goods that I'm afraid a nosy coworker might peek over my shoulder and get me in trouble. That's no problem. JList.com has a totally safe for work, non adult mirror website, JBox.com. It has all the same cool products as JList.com without the naughtiness. JBox.com? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Why didn't I already know about that? Now I'm never going to get anything done at work. Mitsugi, I think we all know you never did much at work anyway. True. But anyway, for everyone looking for a more safe-for-work or kid-friendly alternative to your premier Japanese and anime merchandise store, JList.com, make sure to check out JBox.com. Again, that's JBox.com. We're back with the 253rd episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. It's good to be back. I miss myself. You miss hearing yourself talk? My, my face is itchy. <laughs> is it? I'm, yeah, no shave November. Ah. Oh. that point. Don't you know it's Movember? No, no, no. shave no. every day. No shave November. If I grew a mustache, it would not be pretty. Anyway, so um, getting his kicking, you know, I think that Thanksgiving in a way is all about meat. Everybody wants to eat their uh, Thanksgiving turkey and their sausage or whatever the heck they're sausage. eating. Sausage! Sausage! Who eats sausage on Thanksgiving? I don't know. Someone does. Anyway, so um, I was talking to one of our a loyal, a loyal listener and friend from Facebook um, who offered to make an interesting purchase for us and mail something to us uh, for use on the podcast. So um, I want to give a, a special thank to Mike for his uh, generous donation to the podcast. He... It's still it's so amazing and weird to me. Weird to me in an amazing way when we get stuff sent f- to us from people. I'm it's just like, cool. you're real. You people on the other end of the, this equation, you're you exist. They like us. So <laughs> they really like us. So so Mike sent us a case of bacon soda. I'm shitting you not. I'm holding up a picture for you guys to see. Uh, it says y'all get your fixins on the bottom of it, and it's literally bacon soda. And sitting here on the table, I have two. What is manlier than mason jars? Hmm. Yeah. Nothing, right? Nothing. The bottle that I'm going to drink out of, boom. Maybe like bullets. Let me get your bacon, brother. (laughs) So um, I'm going to pour Kazuo some bacon Mm. soda into his mason jar here. Yes, thank you, sir. And um, I'm going to pour myself some bacon soda into this mason jar. And we're going to kick off the the Thanksgiving discussion with a little uh, toast to some bacon. I don't get bacon I'm so soda. scared. Chianki gets to drink this straight out of the bottle Woo! as the manliest one of us all, <laughs> the manly Moe Archangel. She will be drinking of her straight out of the bottle. So cheers to you guys. Salute. Let's see how this is. Reactions to come, bacon soda. Bottoms up. Huh. What do you think? It's not bad. It's, um... I don't know. It's hard to describe. I think it literally tastes like bacon. I literally think it does. 
That's weird. There is a hint of bacon, but it's um. It's like maple syrup bacon. Yeah, maple syrup in there. There's definitely you know that uh, what's that? The soda water type thing in there. That's it's good. It's refreshing. I'm gonna give it um. I'm gonna give it four and a half. Uh, Bacon strips out of five because I ate the Ooh, other half bacon strips. That's strong. That's strong. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to give it four out of five because I feel like I need more bacon flavor. There's a. It's like there's a hint of. Bacon. I have bacon in the fridge. We could like stick bacon strips drop, in your we, drink. Oh, let's do it. I, I sh- <laughs> I, are you okay? With, are you okay with it raw? Uh, is that healthy? It's not cooked. I'm scared. I, I gotta, <laughs> so, All right, maybe not. We'll do that later. We just, I, I think that, you know what, we just have uh, Chiaki cook the bacon with her Moe heat vision. Right. That'd be good, right? Bing. Makes sense. That was the noise of my Moe heat vision, by the way. It makes a dinging noise? Bing. Oh. Okay. You gotta squint your eyes a little. Gotcha. All right, so here's how we're going to do this. Um, Let's We do are this. going to- I'm going to drink the rest of my beer. You do that while I talk. <gasps> we are going to do a top 10 countdown of our favorite Thanksgiving foods- for those of you that don't live in America, I America. know you. I know you, America. I know you guys probably don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but um, roughly fifty percent of our audience is in America, and it's an important holiday to us. And I think at least a lot, most people at least know what Thanksgiving is, or know at least one Thanksgiving food. So after every after every anime, or rather after every food on the top ten list, we're going to talk about an anime that is centered around food in some way. Okay, uh-huh. so we're going to go back and forth, so to, so to speak, spread it out a little bit. Spread so, the love. So the uh, the number 10 food on our top 10 Thanksgiving foods countdown is actually with 10 points, baked turkey. Baked turkey. Turkey is out of the running early. Oh, snap. Coming in at number 10. That's actually surprising. I mean, turkey is like, when you think about Thanksgiving, you think about turkey first. I agree. Well, I think what the problem is is that turkey on its own is not that strong. You need things to go with the turkey. The turkey is kind of like, it's like the base. It's kind of like the the paper upon which the painting is is formed. Ah, uh, okay. I get it. I get what you're saying. It's essential, but by itself isn't right. anything special. Exactly. It's deep. Anyway, so as promised, we're going we're gonna to talk about some food-centric anime that maybe you can watch this season. The first one on the list here is an anime that I know that Chiaki watched for the podcast a I couple years did. ago called Bento. Yes. So what do you have to say about this anime, Chiaki? And did going to Japan influence your um, outlook on the anime? I definitely think that it did. I liked this anime when I was first watching it, and it was really enjoyable. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was a really good comedy. I reviewed it in episode 116. That's like two and a half years ago. Yep. And I gave it a three, which I think a three is fair because it's kind of a stupid slapstick comedy without much substance, but it's really good at that. So this anime is all about at the end of the day in Japanese department stores, they have pre-made bento. And at the end of the day, they will discount it because they won't sell it the next day. So it's true. And people stand around and wait for them to put the stickers on there. And then, like, grab it all up. Gotta exactly. Gotta get my fried shrimp. So it, the whole anime is about these over-the-top crazy wars and battles that happen between people, like, you know, at a shonen level of fighting to get these discounted bento. Do we know? Do you remember how many episodes this was? Yeah, 12, I think. 12 I episodes? Think it seems it was like 12. It should be a 12 yeah. episode. I remember this show. It was pretty funny. 
Or if you're in the actual Japan, you will have like hordes of old people that are clinging to their retirement money. <laughs> it's literally what happens. Misu, you don't make us sad. I'm sorry, but that's what happens. Standing in line, fighting each other, old men beating each other with their canes. Really? Not, old no. women throwing their walkers at None each other. None of this happens. That's amazing. People shoving little kids under the floor out of the way to and get And someone the in the corner singing Chala. <laughs> and somewhere, <laughs> and somewhere, a child is weeping silently while watching the entire scene. As an it's angel gets depressing. his wings. And Sarah McLaughlin comes in <laughs> singing, "You can help this child in by giving him three hundred yen oh to get his bento." <laughs> you know what? You know what? The yen is at one seventeen to the dollar now. Uh, three hundred yen doesn't buy you shit. Uh, I never said what he was buying. He could have just been getting one of the pre-cooked packages of rice. Mommy, oh, mommy, can I buy a gachapon? No, that's one pack of fried shrimp. <laughs> I feel like a horrible person. I feel like we're not doing the, the spirit of Thanksgiving justice right now. Anyway, um, in, in Japan, Thanksgiving is a little bit difficult because there's like literally no foods that we eat in Japan or that we eat for Thanksgiving actually in Japan. And also because they didn't. Never mind. I was gonna it's, go somewhere dark. It's tough. Like they don't eat. They don't. They don't even have turkey in Japan. Period. It doesn't exist. It's not there. Don't even bother looking. Um, I think. I think you could get them at Costco, but that was it. Yeah, Costco had turkey, and and they were small little wussy turkeys. I heard. I heard a. I heard gaijin lore, far down south in Osaka, that there was one of a walmart or a uh-huh. walmart offshoot that w- had turkey magica somewhere in kyushu there's an old japanese man pumping his turkeys full of hormones that he got <laughs> from like some guy over in mainland china Juicing those turkeys up. Har- harvesting the hormones from, from like bull testosterone. Turkey, do you even lift? Okay, so <laughs> so I want to apologize for everybody in advance for this next entry on our top ten list. Why? Chianki's family likes to eat like 700 types of turkey. And because <laughs> we this have was, two. I want you two to know that types of turkey. this next food was not on either of, uh, of, of Mitsugi or Kazuo's list. Nope. But, but it was number one on Chianki's list. So by the aggregate scoring, it came in at number nine. Yes. With 10 points, smoked turkey. What? So now we have both baked and smoked <laughs> turkey. Thanks, Chiaki. Wow. And next so, is, is going to be peanut peanut oil boiled. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? No. My, my dad loves smoked meats. And one Christmas when I was a kid, he got a smoker Meat-o, from my right? mom. And what? You know, smoked meats. Meat. This is my dad. <laughs> so what? I'm. So I'll say whatever I want. Oh, you'll get I yours do what I eventually. Want. Um, whatever. Whatever. I'll say what I want. Uh. Anyways, so he always gets up Christmas and Thanksgiving at like three or four a.m. and starts smoking, smoking a turkey. Smoking himself some turkey. And uh, a fat turkey. A fat, fat turkey. And he. Does, you, does your meat smoke? And the. Uh, it sounds like. <laughs> after sex. Side effects may include smoked meat. <laughs> And and the turkey comes in and it's black on the outside from this being exposed to the smoke all day, but the inside is like just like your lungs. Wonderful. I'm just kidding. I I, I really don't like smoked meat very much, but I but I respect. You're so I respect, weird. I respect your opinion for for wanting to have your 
opinion heard on this podcast. Is that how fine. you show respect? Because I was taught something really different. So, um, <laughs> I just didn't know if that was the disconnect we've had all these Did you guys years. know that in a sad, sad world, chocolate is illegal? <gasps> what world is no. this? This is a world where clearly Moe does not exist. It's like a paradise. But... um. There's an anime called Chocolate Underground that is not a particularly good anime, but it does center around the food chocolate. Think like chocolate. Think like uh, 1984, but for chocolate. Is that about right? Or uh, Fahrenheit. What was it? Fahrenheit 451. 451. Take the government. They burn chocolate, which is awesome because then it melts. They smell really good too. Like, oh, that's called sweet. s'mores. Sweet Jesus! It's like the, uh, <laughs> the chocolate. It's like chocolate is illegal, and the government's watching you and. I guess they want, like, the government wants people to eat healthy and have, like, nice teeth and shit. So there's a, there's a group of people who have, like, an underground operation for chocolate, and they make chocolate and share it and enjoy it as, like, a pastime. But they're, like, always hiding from the government and, you know. And it's called Chocolate Underground. I think it's a short OVA that came out maybe in the mid-2000s, like 2004 maybe. Sounds delicious. I think that it's about six episodes long. And um, from my recollection, it's not a particularly revered anime, but um, there may be one of, like, one of its kind. I think that it's you're not going to find another anime about having chocolate be illegal. It is, at, le- at the very least, it's an, it's an interesting premise. And um, I was way off. This came out in 2008. Oh. It is 13, 13 episodes, and it's five minutes per episode. So you can watch this whole thing in about one hour. It's project production IG. Uh, it's, it's it's not bad. It's an interesting uh, sort of little watch if you want to, you know, watch people running for their lives while they're trying to stuff chocolate in their mouth. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. That's 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 what I do every day. So, number eight on the on the food countdown list, coming in with twelve points, is a more traditional food, and I promise it's not turkey. It's uh, baked, it's fried turkey. It's fried chicken. What? <laughs> Just kidding. Joke, joke. It's uh, coming out at number eight is gravy. Now, gravy was my number one, and I'm, it, I'm hurt that it fell down to number eight. Well, I don't know why you guys rated it so low. I didn't even have gravy on my list. That's why. See the see the moe, <laughs> the moe doesn't like gravy. Gravy it's is like really. it's just not sweet. Gravy is like is like the opposite end of the spectrum from turkey. As I mentioned, turkey is kind of like the the canvas upon which the painting is 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 painted gravy is like the ultimate nice visual gravy is like the ultimate wingman like gravy goes good with everything gravy is like your slightly less attractive friend that you take to the bar to like jump the grenade so you can <laughs> so you can move in and pick up the hottie that's gravy um, and to put it so low is offensive so mo- i'm offended so moe girls don't like gravy uh i don't i don't know Jackie. Oh, no I just think gravy's okay, but like if no. I didn't have gravy on my table for Thanksgiving, I'd be okay. <sighs> gravy is the centerpiece of the table. You're, you're saying you would literally be okay without gravy? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm well, offended. Well, How there, rude. there will be, there will be gravy at my Thanksgiving because my family madness. likes it, but I'm, I'm just not a gravy person. Anyway, who wants to go through this next uh, anime here? Uh, what's I'm the, the only one, one that's seen it, so I'm gonna watch one of you struggle while Oof. I help you out afterwards. Uh, struggle with the name? <laughs> you uh, made a patissier. I was gonna try it. Ah, oh, never mind. It's about a girl who can't do anything but eat sweets. So what does she do? 
become a pastry chef. I have not seen this anime. It's actually not too bad. That's it. <laughs> it's not too bad. <laughs> and it's scene. a girl. Is it a moe anime? It's not. It's a little bit moe. I mean, it's not like a, it's not a moe show. Well, it can't be moe because clearly oh. she can cook. Oh my god! Well, well all, all they're eating is cake and shit. So I just, maybe it is moe. I just had the best idea for a book that I want to write. Okay, let's hear it for this podcast. Okay. Fifty Shades oh, of Moe. Jeez. Okay, what is the synopsis? The synopsis is, Moe girls come in all shapes and sizes. We honor some of the best Moe girls around in our Fifty Shades of Moe. That sounds horrifying. Doesn't it sound wonderful? It sounds like something that you, um, that you, you, that you read to your children when they've been bad to punish them. Coming soon to a Kindle near you. Anyway. Yumeiro Patissier is an anime that is it's a little long. I, I think I actually got through about... I think we were maybe watching this from the podcast, and I got maybe 20 episodes into it. It's 50 episodes, so it's a little long for me. But um, it has character designs that look, that look really similar to Full Moon Osagashite. Um. So I think I was drawn to it. It sort of has like the big-eyed, um, curly hair, like, um, like really like tube-shaped curly hair look that like the girls have like on their bangs. Um, it's done by Studio Piero, and um, as I said, it, it's about 50 episodes long. And in this anime, these kids go to a special school to learn how to be Wait, pastry chefs. They go to chefs. a special school? It's a school. Yeah, it's a specialty school for, for pastry, oh, okay, for, okay, for okay. being okay. bakers. Never pastry mind. school. They're not special people. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, hey, how rude. They could very well be very special. So um, the, the point that I got to in the show, I, 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 I confess that I didn't finish it because I was really enjoying the anime when they're learning how to, like, it's actually, like, you know, pretty intense they're training them and you know if you're gonna be you know bad you should just drop out and you know like like uh, like hell's kitchen style sort of mm -hmm. and um but part of the way through the anime they get to like the supernatural a anime effect that comes in and they they each each of the main characters ends up getting like their own little fairy that helps them like cook better it's weird um it's like the supernatural element that pops in there and kind of takes you by surprise halfway through so, um, but for those people that like pastries or cake or baking or, or want to watch a cute anime, or if you or if you like the old anime, a little Snow Fairy Sugar, I'm probably the only one here that's seen that. But um, you actually like that anime. I've heard well, you mention it quite a few I times. I liked it when I watched it, but that was like ten years ago, so I can't really say if I, how I would feel about it now. Back when we were young and not yeah. jaded, yeah. young and yeah. full exactly. of hope. May, may I say the eyes on that main character are ridiculously huge. They're really big. I say it's it, absurd. It, the character designs are definitely, um, they're definitely characteristic of uh, Studio Piero and having the uh, the characters look like this. But it's a cute anime about baking, and it's uh, it's also has sort of like that school element to it. So I I think it's not a bad show. It really isn't bad. It's actually pretty. It's actually quite good. But um, you have to be able to stick your hang in there because it is pretty long. Um, coming in at number seven on the list is a food that I think we all included at some point on our countdown, I mm -hmm. think. Um, and that is green bean casserole with 13 stable. points. Yep. Yeah. That's a strong, that's a strong staple. That's a, a definite necessary side item. This it is. is a heart stopper, literally. If you eat too much green bean casserole, you will <laughs> die on the, at the table. <laughs> I mean, it's covered. It's usually covered in like some kind of fried onions. It's mm. swimming in like uh, like cream. Hashtag Thanksgiving. But at least you'll die doing what you love. 
Yep. Oh, stuffing I love face. sweet potato stuffing ca- your or, face sorry, and hopefully, casserole. Hopefully watching football. Mm. That's what I'm going to be doing. Are you? And I will be pretending I know what's going on while watching football. <laughs> hey, you know what? We watched football earlier in the season. We watched we the, did. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose again. That was a good game. I was I, I you know I was asking you a lot of questions because I didn't know much I think about overtime, but yeah. it was a good game. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was it was fun. So our next uh, anime on the list that centers around food is titled Muteki Kanban Musume, or translated to English as Noodle Fighter Miki. What the hell or is this? Ramen Fighter Miki. Well, it was what a manga that came out in. 2002 and ran until 2006 with a TV anime that came out in 2006 actually and it's a comedy about the adventures of Miki Onimaru a girl who recently turned 20 whose mother runs a ramen restaurant and she's the delivery girl but of course her boisterous personality gets her in trouble so it's a bunch of comedy surrounding ramen I'm noticing a couple trends trend number Hmm. one most of these shows are comedies. Trend yes. number two, most of these shows have, shows have a female protagonist. That's because this is Japan and only women Bento. cook. Bento, Bento, mm. I think, had a male protagonist. Well, I mean, they it, it had a lot of female did, characters, yeah, yeah. but I think the main like point of view character was male. Actually, Yumeiro Patissier has, I think, two two of the four main characters are male. Um, Rafael okay. Munez from the chat asks Chiaki if she cooks for Thanksgiving. I do. I'm, I'm a baker. I, I've gotten into savory over the years, but originally I was definitely more in the sweet side of things when I cooked. So I'm normally She's so sweet. Oh, thank you. I'm normally in charge that of That wasn't the, a compliment. I'm normally in charge of the pies on Thanksgiving and um I generally help out with everything else. Oh my gosh. Kazuo, so Kazuo is double is, fisting it. Kazuo is drinking Beer-flavored soda and Stella Artois at the same time. That's that actually really good. Now he's what? pouring Stella Artois into, give, give into his... Give me a his, sip of that. I don't believe you. He's literally pouring Stella into the remainder of his bacon beer, creating bacon beer... I'm going to... Th- there wasn't a lot of Stella in there. I'm going to okay. add some Kirin. Oh, my oh, God. Kirin. We have now mixed <laughs> Kirin Ichiban, Stella Artois, and bacon-flavored soda to yes. create the most Japanese bacon beer in the world. Oh, my God. You're right. That's right? actually not bad. Oh my god, it's guys, better that way. That's absolutely ridiculous. It's better. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's uh, good. Right? Oh my god, yeah. give me, give me. What, what the hell? Moving yes. on. Moving us on because we're never going to get through this. That so, is awesome. We go from one casserole to another. Sweet potato casserole edges out green bean casserole with 14 points for the number six slot. Yeah. The number six food on our countdown is sweet potato casserole. Also a staple at most Thanksgivings. I will say sweet potato pie, my second favorite pie. So anything with sweet potatoes. Oh, really? Absolutely. That's interesting. Sweet potatoes are good. Mm. My favorite pie is actually egg custard, but no one ever makes it. Did you know know that sweet potatoes in Japan are purple on the outside and yellow on the inside? They are. That's true. And And they bake them on little stalls on the side of the road. Over hot coals. Yeah. Actually, that's true. Um, okay, so we, we have another, we have lots more anime on this list here. So another foodie anime to talk about is um, this is another Chiaki anime, Shirokuma Cafe or Polar Bear Cafe. Yes. 
Shirokuma Cafe is kind of like bento in that this anime centers around enjoying food or the settings in which you eat or whatnot rather than like making it like something like uh, Yumeiro Patissiere. That's French, I think. I can't do I can't speak any French. I'm really bad at I really apologize to all the people out there that are listening from France. But Shirokuma Cafe or Polar Bear Cafe is about a polar bear who owns a cafe and all of the animals and humans that come and visit him. So, and it's just kind of a... Light-hearted comedy, I guess, would be how I would describe Polar Bear Cafe. It's really cute. It's the kind of thing you watch and you just smile and you feel good about the world after you watch it. Um, so Polar Bear Cafe is definitely one that that I think that I think will make you smile. Yeah. Yeah, I passed on this one. It didn't seem like my cup of tea, actually. I never finished it. I got a I don't know a couple episodes in, and and I just. I had other things that I had to watch, but it is very cute. Okay, so I'm going to recap us here. Our top, our, our, The bottom half of the top ten list here was baked turkey at number ten. Number nine was smoked turkey. Number eight was gravy. Number seven was green bean casserole. And number six was sweet potato casserole. What Kazuo might number five be? Number five on our top ten favorite foods from Thanksgiving is candied yams. Okay, I have an important question. How yes. do you guys distinguish candied yams from sweet potato casserole? That's quite easy, actually. Mm. Okay. Well, I think that technically a yam and a sweet potato are the same thing. That's why I'm, I'm not thinking. 100% sure about that, but it's the it's the manner of preparation. Okay. Because oftentimes, a, a sweet potato casserole is like a thing you make, then you it has um like you, all kinds of different stuff you can you can include in it. It just depends on like what you want to put on. Like I've seen people put put like pecans on it, or it's a casserole, right? A candy jam is a like a very specific dish where like I think the yams are like a little bit more whole, and they can and you you bake them and you put like big dollops of marshmallow on them. Okay. Can I just or, say, or you even cover the entire service in marshmallow? There is an article on Huffington Post. Entitled, What's the Difference Between Sweet Potatoes and, ca- and Yams? I guess I'm going to need to read that article because yeah. I honestly don't know. I just think it's funny that this site has an actual article on the difference between sweet potatoes and yams. Well, clearly we're not the first person who have, the first people who have wondered it's, this. It's a question as old as time. If you Google candied yams and you look at the photo, as I'm showing right here on my computer, uh, candied yams are... They're like you'll have like the surface area of the top of the tray is basically completely covered in marshmallows. Right. So Mm. as I'm showing people that are watching live, good. Really, I feel like the difference is is that a sweet potato casserole, the yams or the sweet potatoes or whatever, are mushed, and candied yams they're like in chunks. Yeah, I just said that they're more whole. Yeah. And but you don't put marshmallows on sweet potato casserole. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Weird. Google sweet potato casserole. Like I half will. of them have mushrooms. Uh, mur- mushrooms. mushrooms huh? mm-hmm. <laughs> I see marshmallows. what kind of food your family eats. Weird mushroom casserole. No. Weirdo. Woo. Whoa. Okay, just kidding. Anyway, so. I want um, marshmallows. Can we get marshmallows after this? Sure. Woo. All right, so um, we have some more crazy weird anime to cover in our uh, in our in our anime list here of foodie anime. So I have never even heard of this one, so I'm going to let uh, Chiagi handle it. It's called Chuka Ichiban. Chuka Ichiban is an anime that is basically Top Chef, but in China. What? It's an anime? 
Yeah. This is an anime. This is an anime. An anime that's top, top chef in China. China. Basically. What the hell? So Chuka Ichiban is an anime that came out from 1997 to 1998, and it has 52 episodes. Logica. So <laughs> this this ran uh, this ran for a bit, based off of a manga, 17 volumes, 95 to 99, and it takes place in 19th century China during the sh- the the cues are what Qing 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 Qing, Qing Dynasty Qing Dynasty Qing Dynasty, um, where the emperor was weakened and the country was close to chaos. This anime looks like balls, and it's in the quote unquote. <laughs> Can I just say that? Era of the cooking wars, where top chefs in different cooking styles tried their best to improve their skills and become the best chef in China. I was an Asian, I was an Asian studies minor in, chi- in, uh, in, in college, and I took about four or five classes on, on Chinese history, and I never have heard of the, ch- of the cooking wars. I'm calling bullshit. No, it, it says a fictitious era. I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> that, that's, that's exactly what fictitious means, actually. It doesn't matter. Mr. Uh, Hooked on I don't on think that's phonics. exactly what fictitious means. Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> You're right. Um, Either way, this anime looks really bad. I don't recommend it. Did you know that there are people in China that have green, pink, blue, and white hair? Because that's what the people in this picture all have from this anime. Um, duh. I want to have blue hair. And you wh- know, you can make that happen. And I'm wh- just going to point it and out. And why is it that when I that when I read this title, Chuka Ichiban, I immediately thought it said Chikan Ichiban. Oh, my God. What? You need to stop doing so many hentai episodes with Roko. Uh, which we have another one of coming out. Actually, soon. you need to keep doing more. Yeah, more. <laughs> we, need more, 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 more we need to post more on YouTube. <laughs> anyway, so getting back to the countdown here, coming in at number four with 15 points was biscuits. Biscuits. And I think that this is like uh, any kind of biscuits you can buy, like buttermilk biscuits, buttermilk biscuits, your uh, your slice and bake biscuits, your uh, your croissants, uh, croissants. What if you want to get all fancy with them croissants? <laughs> what are those fancy biscuits that that people buy from Pillsbury that have like the layers? The flaky ones. Oh my god, I love those. It's like the biscuit that keeps giving. I got your multi-layer you biscuits. You just eat one, and then there's more, and then there's more, and then there's more in the basket. Your pigs in a blanket. Awesome. Again, oh I do want to say biscuits. What do they go great with? Gravy. Gravy. Mm-hmm. And why is gravy number eight? Chiaki. It wasn't on Chiaki's I'm list at sorry. all. She's I'm a so hater. I moe <laughs> girls don't like, do <laughs> not like moe. I repeat, moe girls do not like moe. Wait, what? Moe girls do not <laughs> like moe? Shut up. <laughs> I'm so confused. I was just silent and let you walk Some into self, that. L- you self-loathing know? moe girls. <laughs> like, <laughs> they get all ex- existential and they're like, what do, why am I here? What is to be Moe? What does well, it all they, mean? Well, they damn well should be self-hating. <laughs> Me Tsugi. What's up? You an ass. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a Mitsugi. Which equals ass. So this next one is an anime that I've never heard of, so I'm guessing it was Ooh. Chiaki or Kazuo that added Ooh. this one to the list. I didn't add this one, uh, but I have the plot you... summary if you want. Okay, well, why don't you go ahead? Sure. It's called Neko Ramen. And uh, plot summary says, one day, Tanaka stumbles upon a brand new ramen store, which he enters to find out that it was run by a cat named Taisho. A literal cat or a cat girl? A, a literal, literal cat. cat. Have you seen this, Chucky? Taisho. I've seen an episode. An, an episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, Singular. <laughs> apparently, Taisho dreams of running his own line of ramen. Forced to come back every day in a strange way, Tanaka and Taisho have some weird adventures in the ramen store. This anime is like everything. It's it's the child of the internet. It's a three minute 
bad flash animation oh. based off of a four-panel gag strip about a cat your favorite kind who of runs a ramen shop in Tokyo. It's like it's like the internet just said, "Here, here, this um, is my gift to you." I'm tempted to watch it just because there is a cat. You and should. As we all know, I'm a big fan of cats. Speaking, it's awful. Speaking of cats, did you guys see that um, that Chi from Chi Sweet Home made a <gasps> apple an apple commercial? Yes. I did. You saw that? Yeah. Chi from Chi Sweet Home is literally on the back of the of, of the MacBook Pro and one of those MacBook com- in the MacBook commercial where they have all the stickers on the back of the MacBook. I was so excited. It was very Not cute. It was lie. very cute. Um. Okay. So, should we get back to the countdown here? Yeah. So we're number are, three. We're literally on. We're literally on the top three, and just so you guys know, we are taking a huge jump in the point values here. Can, Candy Jams at number five had fourteen points. Biscuits at number four have had fifteen points, but at number three with twenty-one points, pumpkin pie. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Bringing bringing the bringing the real bringing the pain. My number one favorite pie. So I have a funny Thanksgiving story. Can I share it? Well, first I want to tell you, you know what goes good with pumpkin pie? What? Gravy. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's disgusting. (laughs) Probably is good. (laughs) That would be that would be kind of uncomfortable. Um, Though people put cheese on pumpkin pie. Weird. Weird. Like slices Did of your American family cheese. Do that? No. Okay, God, I was no. gonna say that's some that's pretty weird. I've heard whip <laughs> I've heard vanilla ice cream and whipped cream. Well, For I've sure. heard I've heard cheese like I don't know. I, I don't know. I've heard that it, people do that. You know what I like to put on my pumpkin pie? What? More pumpkin pie. Yeah. Um so one year, one Thanksgiving, it's like Thanksgiving Eve or Thanksgiving morning, like within hours of Thanksgiving dinner at my house and I, I must have been in college because I came home for Thanksgiving because I wasn't involved in the shopping trips leading up to Thanksgiving. And one of my favorite pies of all time. <laughs> this is this is a weird Chiaki thing. Okay. Burger King has okay. this pie called Hershey's, Hershey's Sunday, Sunday pie. pie. Oh, my oh God. My yes. yes. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's one of my favorite pies of all time. Because when I Kazuo, was l- she she's pulled you under her moe wavelength. Because <laughs> when I was Man a little kid, <laughs> when I was a little kid, they'd have their Pokemon like like trading and battle what? nights. The At Burger King. Burger but, King. Yeah, <laughs> when they had the toys, they would have like trading and battle nights, That's and I'd awesome. go. And my mom would get me a slice of Hershey Sunday pie. So that's one of my favorite pies. And they started selling it at Publix, like in big pie form. And so my parents got that one year for Thanksgiving. And I was, you know, it was really thoughtful. And they know it's my favorite pie. But I was just like, where's the pumpkin pie, though? And they're like, well, we just got this one. And I was like, no. No. So I ran out and I got pumpkin pie. And then I had both. At the same time? No, one after oh, the other. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, Dang. that would have been crazy. That's like bacon but soda and Stella. <laughs> Pumpkin pie and Hershey's Sunday pie. And it might work. Um, it's so crazy. It just might work. But so when I was saying gravy, like if that's not on my Thanksgiving table, I'm okay with the world. Pumpkin pie, if that's not on my Thanksgiving table, I'm not okay with Someone's the world. Someone's going to... I need catch like a backhand to the face if there's no pumpkin pie on that table. I didn't need a lot <laughs> of pumpkin pie. It just needs to be there. Okay, I'm sorry. I got us really pumpkin pie is a lot like. No, never mind. Dude, hey, that was great. Can't go there. That was great. Was it great? Yeah, it was. Oh, yes. thank you. So number t- number the next anime on the list of foodie anime is something that most people know, but it needs to be included anyway. 
The anime Toriko. Is that about a bird? It is not. <laughs> oh. But it sounds like bird child, it does. Because right. the last one was about a cat, so I just assumed. Well, with the right kanji, Toriko could probably be bird child. Yeah. Bird child. That's a cool but name. But it's not. That's my new band, Bird it's Child. About a really, it's about a burly, muscle-bound man whom, <laughs> in a world where the taste and texture of food are very important, there is Toriko Doze. There's He's a bird child. He hunts precious foods that um, you know, people that eat f- like fancy food want to eat, I guess. And he uses his uh, his crazy skills to capture the this food from like really ferocious animals, or you know, to climb like high mountains to find like special herbs or whatever. And um, you know, he could probably just like grow that stuff, right? Like well, if he had an ark in a greenhouse with every kind of animal in it, I mean, this man's like going to the ends of the earth to find <laughs> a special animal that has the most delicious food flavor. Okay, I'm just saying. Huh. And he has a sidekick, and is a, that a bird? An accomplice who is sort of weak, but is inspired by Toyiko's greatness and accompanies him on all his journeys on his quest for the course of his life. Whoa, that's deep. So this is this is a shonen manga, a shonen anime that came out. I guess I think it was in Shonen Jump, and it's it was actually included in a in a in a combination anime with with Dragon Ball Z and One Piece yes. and Toriko were in a were in a crossover OVA special because this is one of the biggest shonen anime that's come out in a while. It's up there with like Bleach and Naruto, but I think it actually finished airing. I think it wrapped up like around episode one fifty, and mm. I think it's actually done now. So. For those of you that, are, that's, that think a synopsis about a burly man who goes and hunts the rarest foods in the world to make delicious qu- uh, four-course meals, I guess that's what it's about. I haven't watched it, but um, this anime finished, and it's 150 episodes, so it's about the same length as the recent Hunter Hunter anime, and I guess since you know it's done, it won't suck up your whole life like One Piece will, because it's not 700 episodes or whatever. So, that's something, right? Number two. Number two. Number two on the list, as predicted by someone in the chat, by Danny Sears, predicted number two, going up, one-upping pumpkin pie with 20 points. Number two is stuffing. 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 Because everybody loves stuffing. Everybody loves stuffed. Yeah. To be stuffed. (laughs) So With stuffing. so, So here's the question. Do you prefer your stuffing... Outside or inside of the turkey? Outside. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Inside. There are a, there are a damn lot of people that put the stuffing and bake it inside okay, the well, turkey. It's tra- stuffing. You're supposed to stuff it in. Traditionally, traditionally it's it's stale bread, like like bread that's gone dry, that you cut or break up into pieces. You put it with the vegetables inside the turkey as the, as you were saying, stuffing. Kazuo, stuffing. Yes. And then it helps soak up the juices of the turkey right. and soak up the juices from the vegetable as it cooks. And then you pull it out and you eat it. And that's the way to make traditional stuffing. And I've made it before. And it was very good. But gosh darn it, I grew up on stovetop. Me too. <laughs> and that shit is what I want. I don't want anything else. It's such shit. It is. It is. But God, I love it. My family is always like, oh, we have to make fancy stuffing. So we have stuffing with like... With like hunks of like turkey or not turkey, hunks of like sausage in it, and or like herbs, and celery, and all that bullshit. Man, it's crazy. No, you you know you know my sister Mitsugi. And, I do, and she's she's I would call her a foodie. Uh-huh, I'm busy, boo. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Anyway, come on, her cat got acupuncture. That's hilarious. <laughs> little bougie, little bouge. Even my sister, she she too is like, no, it has to be stovetops. Nothing. That's that's all there is. <laughs> Does she sound like that when she says it? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, it has to be stovetop stuffing. Oh my nah. god, stovetop! <laughs> oh my god, it's stovetop, stovetop or nothing. Actually, we sound we sound almost identical. People can't tell us apart. On the I phone. can. Yeah, right. Easy. If you can, it's only because you've heard me talk for like seven seven hundred podcast episodes. Yeah, yeah, I know. Over no wonder I've lost my thousand hours. (laughs) Almost, Kazuo. (laughs) It it wasn't until the one hundredth podcast episode that Mitsugi started losing his hair, the effects of multiple hundred hours with Chiaki, Uh, and it wasn't until the two hundredth episode that Mitsugi started losing his mind. He keeps trying to get away, but I don't want to let him escape. <laughs> so the next, the, the next and last anime on our list is another anime that I have not seen. So that's like half of these I haven't seen. But I want to see it, and it's on my list of shame. And that is Yakitate Japan. Yakitate. Yakitate does. Well, okay, question. Yaki, is that like yakisoba? That's what I was thinking. That's like baked. Or yakitori? Yakitate literally baked means bird? fresh baked. You say yaki? What? Huh? It means fresh baked. Yakitori. It's chicken. Oh, oh, oh it is baked. Okay, yeah. I was right. But the word Japan. But the word Japan is actually a pun. Pan meaning bread in Japan. So uh, you get it. Yakitate Japan. So I it's like freshly baked there. bread. Get it? <laughs> so a boy named Kazuma is out to make Japan a uniquely Japanese bread to compete with the best bread from all over the world. He is. Uh, he became obsessed with bread when he was a young child. His sister yelled that their family should start having bread for breakfast sometimes, but their grandfather refused. That he would not, could not even fathom the 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 the, uh, the concept of even having bread for breakfast. That he only that he only wanted to eat natto, which is the most disgusting Ugh. shit on earth, miso soup and rice for breakfast. Which, sadly, Japanese people do that, and it's so boring. I've tried to God. like natto. I can't. I don't want to eat rice or miso for breakfast either. I don't think I, I've ever. That's fine with me. They eat for miso breakfast. for for lunch and dinner too. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think I've ever met someone who actually liked natto. Like everyone who I know who's tried it. You it's have to awful. grow up with it. Even yeah. the Japanese people who Even, I've spoken to are like, yeah, it's kind of an acquired taste. Even Cram, who's about as J- Japanese as a foreigner can possibly be, didn't like the natto we we gave him on the podcast, and it was the good shit, the locally grown good stuff. The high quality not anyway, son. Not only is the boy Kazuma converted to loving bread, but the owner uh, but the owner of the store discovers that Kazuma has a magical quote unquote hands of the sun whose warmth makes them so perfectly suited to making bread. So ah. the so the owner makes a shop and goes to Tokyo to, to fulfill his dreams of making making Japan, that famous bread. But Kazuo, but Kazuo Kazuo. continues. Kazuo continues <laughs> making his bread. Got magic hands as to well, bake bread. And he ends up going to Tokyo himself <laughs> when he's 16 to compete for a spot at the foremost bread store in Japan, Pantasia. You so, need to you Pantasia. need to try that the next time you're at the bar. Be like, Just, I got warm hands of the sun that <laughs> are really good for some kneading. Oh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, why am I making bread at the bar? I see what you're saying. I'm, I'm telling that you that there are some loaves at the bar. Yeah. That could use some warmth and some. Anyway, and I could bring my wingman gravy. Yeah. To help me. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. So that anime was called Yakitate Japan, and I'm gonna recap all the anime here before I give the number one on the food list. 
Okay. Number one. So then, so the, so the animes that we, we talked about were Bento, Chocolate Underground, Yumeiro Patissiere, Muteki Kanban Musume, or Ramen Fighter Miki, Shirokuma Cafe, or Polar Cafe. Chu- Polar Bear. Oh, sorry, Polar Bear Cafe. What did I say? Polar, Polar Cafe. cafe. Right, Chuka Ichiban, Neko Ramen, Toriko, and last, Yakitate Japan. So now I'm going to recap our top ten food list and then give number one. Number ten. Number ten. Baked turkey. Number nine. Smoked turkey. Number eight. Gravy. Number seven. Green bean casserole. Number six. Sweet potato casserole. Number five. Candy jams. Number four. Biscuits. Number three. Pumpkin pie. Numero dos. Stuffing. And number one. Mashed potatoes. Is it any surprise? Of course. Everybody loves mashed potatoes. Everybody. Every whip and cream. And whip it up, whip it up. Mashed potatoes, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> some butter and some salt. Cos- and I taste it, nom, nom. What? Cos- no, I have an important question for you. <laughs> what? I have an important answer. Do you know what the number one most delicious thing to put on mashed potatoes is? Oh, gee, let me guess. Is it gravy? It's butter. Chiaki. It's gravy. It's butter. I'm sorry. Gravy, you're, you're wrong, Chiaki. God. You are so wrong. I will admit uh, that butter... With a little bit of salt and pepper is good on mashed potatoes. Ooh, I got to chill thinking about it. But gravy, mmm, mmm. Yeah. What's that green stuff they put on there, too? The The what? Green green vegetable type thing? Green giant. No. no. Chives? Chives? Chives, yes. Chives. Green onion? Yeah. But I'm really sorry that, Chiaki, there will be no gravy for you for one year. No gravy for you, one year. Okay. I'm, I'm cool with that, actually. Seinfeld reference. So we have a couple minutes here at the end of the at the end of this uh, segment. Does anybody have any personal Thanksgiving stories that they want to share with the uh, people that are listening to sort of you know? I have create, a Thanksgiving story. Sort of paint the image. I have a Thanksgiving story from the future. Wow! All right, tell it, tell it. This Thanksgiving, in the year two thousand and fourteen, I will be going with you guys. To Chiaki's parents' house to have some Thanksgiving. We are having a triple A podcast yeah. Thanksgiving. We're, we're I I invited the podcast. So if you guys don't see me again, you know that they <laughs> ate me. So send help. So so these guys, for all their nose upturning at the smoked turkey, are gonna you know see how crazy they've been. Chiaki's glaring. Chiaki's glaring. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Roko? <laughs> Roko, are you here? Is that you? Uh, what? What's that? Timmy fell in the well. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. yeah Do you guys be... have any Thanksgiving stories? Um, actually, yeah. I mean, growing up, we always pretty much went to my grandmother's house to have Thanksgiving dinner. Did you go uh, over the river and through the woods? I did. Uh-huh. We're like down the hill, down the road, and um, up a small hill. Because West Virginia is full of hills, let me tell you. Yeah, and about nothing else. But um, at my grandmother's house, we most of the family from around the United States would c- kind of gather once a year. And my grandmother had it, and she passed away last year. But she had an unusually large house, um, the kind of house that you can only have in a place where the land value is like zero, which is West Virginia. And when the house was built like forever ago, like a hundred years old. Um, so like the dining room table was giant. I mean, it, it was big enough to seat like 20 people. Um, and at least, and we pretty much filled that whole table for most Thanksgivings growing up. And, uh, 
you know, it was a, a smorgasbord of food and talking and feeling weird and seeing all your relatives that you've never <laughs> seen. Feeling weird. <laughs> Is there something it's, you need yeah. to get off your chest? I well, mean. it's like you see these people that you that you only see once a year. So it's like, what do you, you have? It's like, what do you say to people like that? Do you have a story about a cousin that? You saw Thanksgiving. And things felt a little weird. And things felt a little weird. <laughs> it is West Virginia, Kazuo. I'm just saying. I am proud to say that that never happened. Okay. Surprisingly. I but um, Do you have any cousins? I do. That are single? I know. I'm just saying. Come on, bro. Sorry, buddy. Dang it. They're all older than me, too. Much older. I think the best thing for me for Thanksgiving is my family is pretty strict about, like, we don't get out the Christmas stuff. Until Thanksgiving. I agree with that because I'm so, tired of seeing Christmas stuff like in August. And so what we'll do is we watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade from like 8 a.m. to, you know, when it ends at like 11.30 noon. Do you, did you mean to say football? That's after. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, I'm just making sure. God. And every year at the end of the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Day Parade, um, Santa comes down. What? Yeah, Santa <laughs> what? rides a sleigh. And he ushers in Christmas. And so we wish each other happy Christmas. And then that night, we put up the Christmas tree. Does Santa have his elves? Um, yes, normally. I think they've, they've been hot. Did they touch our vagina? <laughs> <laughs> well? Um, no. So, uh, but yeah. So Thanksgiving to me is equally special because it means you break out all the Christmas decorations and you can sing the Christmas carols and all of that stuff. So was there? A, is there a? Does Santa come and it's like a space elevator? Um, that's how he gets his toys to all uh, the good boys and girls on the moon with the space elevator. He keeps them on the moon. Interesting. Mm, that makes sense. That's where. Where do you think he has the the land and all of the elves? They we only think they're elves. They're actually aliens. So the people in, the people in the chat are talking about a West Virginia. Uh, Thanksgiving, and I'm here to tell you that in some parts of West Virginia, I, I, man, I have no doubt that these people, they get their roadkill off the road, and they, they serve that up some road some roadkill casserole. Yeehaw! Wow. I drove through West Virginia once. Did you once. run over? Did you, hit, did, did you hit any deer? No, but I was frightened for my life. And every time you go through the country again, you, you, you purposely circumnavigate yeah. West Virginia so you can... Uh, Avoid having to uh, have your car break down and have people with wooden teeth like, accost you. Exactly. It was a, a very, very frightening moment. <laughs> time in my life. <laughs> Some delivering oh shit my right God. there. Yeah, well, in, uh, there are parts of West, of West Virginia, especially the southern parts, where that kind of shit does exist, I'm sad to say. Anyway, so I hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving and eat all the food you can, eat Enjoy all the football you want to watch. Enjoy Mizuki, your family. Mizuki, stop the music. We never said what we were thankful for. Oh. oh putting us well, all on the Chiaki, spot. This what are not you thankful for? Okay, so the normal like stuff of friends and family and health and all that stuff aside, <laughs> I'm really friends thankful that I got to have my experience in Japan and mm. that I'm back in America and that I found a job and I haven't been unemployed for like ever because that was a very real possibility. Mm. And I'm thankful for you guys Aww. and that I'm going to get to share Thanksgiving because food is love in Chiaki's household. And I'm I'm excited for that. And I'm excited to do this show with you every week. And I think you guys are awesome. Even you, Mitsugi. Really? Even me? <laughs> Even you. Sometimes. Most of the time. <laughs> so that's what I'm thankful yeah, for. Yeah, you know what? I'm thankful for you guys too. And... Um, 
I also am thankful for, you know, my most of my family members are healthy and uh, thankful for the lovely audience that we have every every week. Doing the podcast continues to be a lot of fun and thank, thank you for every each and every listener that we have. And um, hope you guys continue to enjoy the podcast. How about you, Kazuo? You want to say something sappy? Um, yeah, I'm thankful for beer and <laughs> nice. bacon soda. Yeah. And the two combined, it's a magical combination. But no. With these powers uh, combined. More importantly, I am thankful for, uh, I, I'm sincerely thankful to have such great friends like you guys. Um, and very grateful for the viewers and listeners. Um, it's really cool, you know. Uh, it's uh, it, it really warms my heart to be here and to well to have all of you. Also, I'm thankful to just be alive in this crazy, crazy world. Yeah, it's it really is amazing awesome. when you think about it. You know what? That was such a beautiful, sappy speech that I'm going to present you with a five Zenny Master Roshi Dragon Ball Z coin. Oh, Here you are. You yes. enjoy that? Uh, that will buy you approximately nothing. <laughs> so enjoy there's, one there's whole actually, nothing. There's actually a song lyric I love that I forgot what song, but it's like uh, you keep fighting to stay alive because you made it this ha- this far, and I'm like, you know, it's true. Mm. You kind of beat a lot of odds to get where you get. All right, let's try this again. Okay, go ahead. So when we come back from this wonderful news break, which I'm also thankful for, <laughs> we are going to be doing a review on a very special anime called Gekkan Shoujo Nozaki-kun, or Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun comedy anime from a couple seasons ago. So stay tuned for that, and we'll be back after the news break. everyone, this is Chiaki, and this is your Anime News Break. First up, even though acclaimed director Hayao Miyazaki is retired, more or less, we think, he is still making a fair bit of news. As I previously covered, Miyazaki has been honored with an honorary Academy Award. The Oscar was presented to him at the Governor's Award Ceremony, and you can find clips on YouTube of Miyazaki's acceptance speech and John Lasseter honoring Miyazaki prior. And speaking of Miyazaki, unsurprisingly, he's taken a stance regarding the demilitarization of Okinawa. Right now in Japan, Toshinobu Nakazato is leading a movement to oppose the relocation of an American military base on Okinawa. He sent postcards to many famous Japanese celebrities, and of course, Miyazaki was on the list and and has replied against the relocation. Miyazaki says demilitarizing Okinawa is essential for peace in East Asia. As we've mentioned before, Japan's opinions regarding their military is fairly polarizing on the island. So it it will be interesting to see how this progresses as time goes on. Another news for those of you who somehow haven't heard, Durarara is making a return to television. Now if this is something you're excited about and you happen to be in Japan, well it's time to head over to Nanja Town in Tokyo. It's located in Ikebukuro in the Sunshine City. And it's an indoor amusement park that rotates anime themes. When I was last there, Hozuki no Retetsu was one of the themes of Namja Town, along with Yoamushi Petal. So whenever you can get there, it's worth going. 
Right now, they have original character goods like clear files and buttons for da-da-da characters and special plated goods that, well, are really adorable to look at. Photos are, of course, online. In other news, one of Japan's biggest pop singers, Kari Pamyu Pamyu, has opened up during a speech to her fans at Yoyogi National Gymnasium, the last stop on her Kari Pamyu Pamyu Colorful Panic Toy Box tour. In her speech, she said, I've wanted to quit, but I've also wanted to continue creating fantasies such as this concert. She expressed her concerns with regards to her troubles in the entertainment industry and her lack of privacy. However, unlike was rumored, she has not made any official mention of a hiatus. So, on the bright side, we continue to have Teddy Pomu Pomu music to look forward to. And finally, early next summer, there's a live action film coming out that you should probably be paying attention to if you're an anime fan. The reason being is because it was inspired by a concept that Osamu Tezuka wrote in his diary, one of the last entries before he passed away. He wrote, I came up with a wonderful idea today. How does Toive no Pieta sound? A patient diagnosed with cancer thinks it is unreasonable to die without being able to do anything. So he starts to draw a picture on the ceiling of the hospital's bathroom. The purification and the ascension. This was the challenge to the world by the dying person. This film will be out early next summer. This was Chiaki and this was your Anime News Break. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back to the show soon. A Sailor Moon toast controversy? There's I, a boycott. I, 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 thought that, I thought you were joking. I mean, no, but for reals? There's a boycott. Oh my gosh, people. It's Sailor Moon. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, that, that, was not, that was not her defining feature. I, I'm sorry. The the defining feature in Sailor Moon to me is meatball. Okay, head. I, I, I'm going to stand up. I'll be more upset if Darian doesn't walk in and say, Hey, meatball head. <laughs> I have to stand up and say, shame on you people, because all too long we've had this issue with tropes. We get upset when we see an <laughs> we get upset when we see another Sundere. We get upset when we see the guy fall on the girl accidentally and grab her, her chest. And yet finally back in the day, yes, there was every single show we started out with the girl running out the Main door with toast in her mouth. Had toast in mouth. And we finally got rid of that trope. And now you're complaining because they don't have it in their mouth. We finally killed a trope. <laughs> and you're complaining about it. Hear more at otakuspirit.com. This podcast is sponsored by jlist.com. And we're coming back to the 253rd episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, Thanksgiving special. We're back just like those dinosaurs in that awesome movie. High energy, ready to rock and roll, recharge the batteries on the news break. Fully charged. Fully charged. Kazuo got a new beer. Got Did a new you? beer. Did you? Gotta keep the party going, man. Another Stella? The party don't stop just because there's a news break. Did I'll you? That right did now. you find your beach? Uh, yeah, I did. Unfortunately, there was no lime. But... Is your beach the AAA podcast? <laughs> uh, yes. How interesting. Some might even say I'm a son of the beach. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> we have a very uh, interesting animator review tonight. It's one that I think most people enjoyed from the from the season that it came out in. 
That is Gekon Shoujo Nozaki-kun. I think I'm going to let Chiaki kind of lead this because this was one of her anime that she selected. It was. So Gekan Shoujo Nozaki-kun, or Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, is a comedy that is based off of a manga that started in 2011. It currently has five volumes, and it's still ongoing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just say it's based off of a manga? It is based off of a manga. Wow, I have never heard of an anime based off of a manga. I know. This is earth-shattering. An anime about a manga that was based Based after a manga? It's a manga within a manga within an anime? The author of the manga was Izumi Tsubaki, and Tsubaki worked on The Magic Touch, Ore-sama <laughs> Teacher, and Chijimete di- Distance. And, of course, Gekan Shoujo Nozaki. Is, that, is, is this like Street Fighter the movie, the game? <laughs> I, don't, it, I don't think so. Is this like um, Hannah Montana, the movie, the game? It's it's like Mangaception. Um, oh, I want to know I what magic it, magic it. touch was. Can we review that? <laughs> so Gekon Jojo Nozaki-kun uh, started airing in July of this year. I got it right. It was the summer. It was. Or did I say the spring? You said spring. Mm, yeah. Damn it. 12 episodes long. It is the studio is Doga Kobo and it's licensed by Sentai Filmworks and it was actually on a lot of networks in Japan so it had some good exposure I would say and there is actually an OVA that is started in September and it's three minutes per episode oh no I know and there are six episodes that are going to be in that so that's the backstory of the content of Gekan Shoujo Nozaki-kun. The director of the anime is Yamazaki Mitsue. Ah, oh, thought maybe it'd be a woman. Ah, uh, no. No, oh, sorry. It has a lot of it, it has. This anime sort of feels like to me that it has like the woman's touch, mm. and it's so rare that we have a female director in anime. So I was kind of hoping, but whatever. Um, Yamazaki-san has worked on Hakenden, Toho Haken oh god, oh Jesus. as the director. Oh, God. Um, All you had to say was Hakenden, and my ears immediately slammed shut. They did storyboarding, episode directing, and, um, yeah, storyboard and episode directing for Comfer. Oh, God. Um, and, oh, they were also storyboarding and assistant director for Mwadu Penguin Drum. But as far as straight up directing, this is really the only second thing they've done. Straight and up. I think that's that's a good sign for this director. So Yeah, well, he has a lot of crap on his resume, so let's see how this one pans out. <laughs> so Gekan Shoujo Nozaki-kun tells the story of Chio Sakura. And Chio is 16 years old, and she has a hardcore crush on her classmate. Uh, Umetaro Nozaki. Nozaki-kun? Nozaki-kun. And Nozaki is this kind of guy who's, he's tall and he's just kind of in his own world. I think that might be a fair way to describe him. For sure. And he looks like a 30-year-old man. I don't think he looks like a 30-year-old man. He looks a little older. He does look a little older, but I wouldn't say 30. Um, they definitely have a, a height difference. Uh, yeah, it, oh, just, height difference. just a bit, just a bit. <laughs> she's like four, she's like four eight, and he's like six three. Yeah. So Sakura eventually works up the courage to confess her love to him, 
And when she goes and does it, she uses an interesting choice of words trying to work out of her awkwardness. And she says, I've always been your fan. And he, as she's stumbling for words and trying to recover wait, from wait, her awkwardness. Let's reenact that scene. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Okay. All in, right. in, in, in English, I assume? No, in Swahili. Yeah, well, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the people that are listening to this podcast speak Swahili. Okay. You mean you don't? Okay. So okay. I assume you're Nozaki. Oh, well, I guess I can be if you want. Oh, oh do you want me to be no, Nozaki? No, I'll, I'll be Nozaki. No, 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 I'll be Nozaki. <laughs> okay. All right, because this so, is what I, 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 this scene is like the first thing that got me in, like interested in this show. Well, it's the first scene of the show, so that's a good right, thing. Right, I guess that's true. Yeah, from this moment, I was like, oh, this is going to be funny. So, Chio walks into a classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, Nozaki, I have something I want to tell you. I, uh, I've always, well, I've always been your fan and um oh here you go and he hands her his autograph and she's like <laughs> what what <laughs> and then she's like no what i'm trying to say is i always want to be near you and then she's like oh my god that sounds really clingy and he says oh crap what he says he says he says oh we'll come back to my apartment then. oh yeah yeah he's like well let's go back to my apartment and she's, <laughs> and like, she's Whoa. like what <laughs> all right okay and so she goes back to his apartment and she finds out that he is a mangaka but he's not any mangaka he's actually a renowned shoujo manga artist who works under the pen named sakiko yumeno and nozaki tells sakura that he's had his eye on her for some time as an artist, he saw posters she did with the art club that she's a member of and thought that she would do very good work filling in colors in black. So he has her working on beta and betaing is when you take black ink and you fill in, you know, the black parts of a manga. Okay. And slave labor. <laughs> and she starts as she starts working for him, she begins to discover that other classmates in their school are also helping Nozaki. So you have Mikoto Mikoshiba and Mikorin is his nickname and he's an assistant who is useless at anything other than inspiring one of the characters in the manga which is the lead female the character. The lead female character. He's a dude. He's a dude and, and he, he inspires Nozaki to write the girl and Mikorin is good at one thing. He draws flowers. And, and effects. I think he calls them like what is the word he uses for it? Illu uh, illuminates the pages or whatever. Something like that. He draws, yeah. the, he draws the sparkles and the bubbles and all the bullshit. Right. Then there's the Masayuki Hori, who helps, who's the president of the school drama club, and mm -hmm. he helps by drawing backgrounds for Nozaki's manga. Right. And then there is Hiroka Hirotaka Wakamitsu, and he's Nozaki's junior from when Nozaki played on basketball, right. um, was on the basketball team, and he gets wrapped into helping on the manga. What I forgot he what do? he does. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. What did he do? Uh, something that he doesn't get paid for. <laughs> he draws um, the backgrounds. No, 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 no. No, that was the... I guess... I think he's kind of in training. I think they're kind of helping yeah, him do stuff. I think so. And so 
there are other people at the school to round out the cast of characters who don't know that these people are involved. And at first, none of them know because they all come and go from Nozaki's apartment at kind of different times. So right. at first, they don't realize that they're involved with each other. Right. And then they find out. He's um, got them on heavy rotation. He does. <laughs> and then there are other characters like Yuzuki Seo, who's a crazy tomboy. Like Seo? Oh. Seo. Oh, can I just say? Kazuo wanted to bang her uh, so no, bad. No, no. Hold on now. Let's not. <laughs> yes, okay. you did. No. The, uh, her personality. Is you wanted to bang her personality? I'm no. sorry. You can't do that. Her personality is awesome. Like, I don't know. I thought she was really cool. She's basically yeah. the girl where, to put it in, to, to, to reenact another scene, um, uh, Sakura. She's crazy. She's Sakura crazy is like. And is, is saying to Nozaki, oh, well, she she makes people not like her for some reason. And they're watching uh, <laughs> Seo interact with somebody. And they're like, oh, look, isn't this a cute bag? It was really expensive, but I saved up all my money from my part-time job to get it. And Seo looks at it and she's like, yeah. wow, it is really cute. The tacky lady who lives next door to me has one just like it. She's awesome. Like, yeah. she never says the right thing. She's always, like, super aggressive. Like when they play basketball, she's always oh, yeah. like, she's always fouling people. <laughs> I'm in the game until you take me out and, of it. Oh my god, there's so many moments with her that I'm like, that's that's awesome. Like the scene where her and Nozaki are walking down the hallway and they're carrying big stacks of books, and then a teacher sees her, and or no, who sees her? No, it's a teacher because she was late for school yeah, yeah. And, and she so, fled from all the teachers. And, and, yeah, and so the teacher sees her and he's about to start chasing her, and she hands her stack of books to Nozaki, and then it gets like real serious and emotional. <laughs> And she's like, I'll come back for you. And yeah, he's like, I entrust my life to you. Yeah, and he's like, just go. And so she like <laughs> takes off running. I'm like, what is this? She's awesome. That is by far my favorite character in the show. Then there's Yu Kashima or Kashima-kun, who is the star of the drama club and who um, Masayuki Hori is constantly dragging back because she's always skipping drama club, even though she's the star. Uh, she's a tall girl, and she has a prince-like personality. She's not a true trap. I mean, she's boyish, but she wears a girl's school uniform, and everybody knows she's a girl, but she has this kind of charm that makes people fawn over her. Um, well, other girls, at least, fawn over her. But you know that, that she kind of has a a little a little soft spot in her heart for uh, Masayuki. And... Uh, that's pretty much the cast of characters. I really didn't like the prince girl. She was by far my least favorite. I really? wish she hadn't been in the show at all. Wow. Well, I kind of liked her. They spent so such an un- inordinate and an unbalanced amount of time on her as a character. Like literally, I feel like I feel like she was the main character of the anime. Mm. Literally. Don't you do you not feel like that? Other than Chio, I think she got the most screen time. She did get a lot of screen time and um she's uh, so unappealing to she's me. She's certainly not one of my favorite characters in the anime. See, I liked her. I thought she was funny. I thought I was I was super interested in her at first because I thought, oh, this is interesting. They're going to have a lesbian character. But then it turned out she wasn't. So I was like, oh, okay, they're just doing something weird with her, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I can get it that her character was a little weird, but I liked her. So Nozaki-kun is really about the characters. Uh, the yep. loose, I wouldn't, I, I, I think it's even a stretch to call it a loose plot. Being about Nozaki making his manga and Shio trying or and Sakura trying to work up the courage to clear things up and very very clearly express her love for him. Can I make a random comment real quick? Go for it. Sure. In the ending in the ending video, 
The ending video starts with a slow pan of Chio's body as she's sleeping. Okay, she's not naked or. You're, you're talking about like the the ending song video. The ending song, right. the actual ending song. And I swear, she's like 23 feet tall in that clip. <laughs> her 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 torso is literally longer than her legs. Like it's the most. If you go back and watch it, it's the most absurdly disproportionately drawn yeah. figure of her I've that you'll see in the show. It's absolutely hilarious. I mean, get just. All of you people that haven't watched it or are still watching it, go watch the ending clip and tell me if her body doesn't look like Gumby. Yeah, I didn't really. I, I I paid a lot of attention to the intro song, but not really the outro all that much. The intro was and is stuck in my head still. Oh, I love the intro song, and and that was something we were talking about before the show about how this anime doesn't have a lot of music, but the music that it does have right. is really solid. Yeah, there's probably yeah. like three or four songs they played throughout the series that they make subtle changes to. Yeah, it's but cute. Man, it's good. It's cute and memorable, and it's sort of poppy and, and uh, fluffy, kind of yeah. like how most of the anime is. And it, and it really works with the you know, the setting that the show has. It's mostly like light piano music, and um, it's fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's an interesting really. it's an interesting anime because all of the stuff that I normally try to critique and look at an anime for is very much kind of not applicable to Nozaki-kun because it's not really trying to have a plot. It's not really trying to say anything. It really is just a comedy. And and a lot of people call it a romance comedy and I'm not Ba-ba. necessarily disagreeing, but I, I am. I think it's like 80% comedy and yeah. 20% romance. And the romance, what? let me finish, Mitsugi. Jesus. Let me finish. I would agree with that. I'm about to explode over here. The romance is put in there as a vessel for different situations for jokes. 100%. That's accurate. It's not in there to be a real story or a real developing relationship but more to create that kind of tension in situations that mm-hmm. then when the punchline's delivered, right. it gets even more of an effect. I was, ha- I'm sorry, I, was, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day about what makes music so popular and what makes comedy so good. What makes music so popular is, one of the things is the, the aspect of repetition that people will hear chorus, verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, you know. Like that. So people know the pattern and they get used to it and they can sing along. What makes comedy so good so often is the complete opposite. It's the unpredictability of it. And I think that's what this anime did so well when it comes to comedy. It would have these romantic moments or these somewhat serious moments and then just on a dime spin it into something goofy or ridiculous. And that would catch you off guard and therefore you would laugh. And I I think it shows that, for example, one of my favorite scenes is, or one of my favorite episodes is the episode that has the umbrella scene Yes, where there's the, the, the way this whole part of the episode is set up is Nozaki and Sakura both forgot their umbrellas and it's pouring rain they're leaving school and they're leaving school and they're trying to, to find a way home. And, and this to me is a perfect example of how the romance works. So there's Sakura, no romance in this anime period. What? You're are not you, listening you to not, us. Were you not paying attention to the show at all? I was and people in the chat are agreeing with me. The, what I'm saying is, I'm I'm gonna finish what I'm saying no matter Go what. Go ahead. I've been said. waiting for like four minutes to say I something. I already said it. Oh my god. I'm on fire over You're here. You're so annoying. I'm on fire. Um, what 
this the way the romance functions in this show and i'm using this as an example so sakura and nozaki are sitting and nozaki's kind of like he's like oh it's kind of like something out of a manga don't you think and she's kind of like yeah and then they're they're thinking and nozaki's kind of narrating it and he's like you know two two people stuck in school they get to talking they start to to grow close to each other mm-hmm. sakura's blushing you know you you can feel like her heart beating fast and then he's like and then they were never heard from again and she's <laughs> like it's a ghost story and that that to me right. when i say romance that's the romance I'm talking about. It's not romance like a plot of like, we're going to watch a romance evolve between these characters. Mm-hmm. It's more like love comedy. The right. situational comedy that they evoke oftentimes has that kind of tension built because one of the characters is attracted to the other. In, the same, in that same uh, situation when it was raining, the same episode, and they're like walking home and they, I think they finally, yeah, they finally got an umbrella. And so he's like thinking to himself, uh, he's trying. I guess he's still trying to do the whole thing where he kind of sees the whole world as his this manga, or he tries to take aspects of it and relate yeah. it to manga. And so he's like, okay, what would the main character do? Oh, he would stand on the side of the road to protect her from the cars and traffic and whatnot. And so he does that, and then he sees in his his mind, he's like, the main character would say something like, "Don't worry, I'll always protect you." And then as he's thinking that, this car drives by and just like splashes them both, and like he's like, "I'm sorry, there there was nothing I could do to protect you from that." Yeah. Okay, so like, it's ridiculous and it's funny. Yeah. So, I, I still want to contest that you really can't call this a, a romance comedy. I, I, okay. I, 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 I hear all the comments you're making, but to me, a romance requires two people, and in this anime, literally all of the different like scenarios that they paint between characters, there's not a single bit of oh I like you, oh and I like you back. It's just a person liking somebody like a crush, and then. The other person being completely unaware of the situation whatsoever, which, by the way, happens in pretty much every comedy anime ever. Was he Meetsy. unaware? If, 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 dun, if, dun, if, dun. if he was aware, he doesn't let you know that he's aware, and therefore he's not aware. Can I challenge that by saying the idea of to be a romance, you have to have returned love? You have to at least be aware. I mean... Someone, no. someone has to. Someone has to. To be romance, you have to have people, like not a not person. Like if I have a crush on some girl, you know, in, in high school, and she, and she doesn't even know who I am, like that's not romance. Oh, Jack, about to drop the hammer. I completely disagree. Well, you're literally pulling up like the definition of the word no. romance. No, I'm pulling up pulling- very famous works of classic literature that revolve around the idea of unrequited love. Unrequited but that's not what this love. anime is. Like it, it's not like you, like you're gonna look up. That's exactly what it yeah, is. But it doesn't. <laughs> but it doesn't focus on like the psyche of the character inside inside there. Like I'm sure. Chiaki's, I never said it did. No, but I, but you're but you're about to pull up like classic literature novels that are probably taking place primarily in the in th- if they're unrequited love novels or whatever from the perspective of the person who who has the unrequited love and it's playing off of the readers that have feel that same emotion. In this anime, you don't all think you don't think they're trying to position the viewer to feel. Chio or Sakura's emotion for Nozaki. I think that most of the time it's done. It's played off strictly for comedy, and it's never taken seriously enough to be like that. Exactly, and that's why I said it's, it's a, comedy a comedy first, majority comedy. But the reason why it gets the romance tag is because I mean, the comedy takes place in the context of romantic situations. Golden time. All of the characters is, yeah, have pairs. Golden time was a romance comedy. Car. Kare Kano, His Inner Circumstances, is a romance comedy. 
Even even Tonari no Kaibutsukun, My Little Monster or whatever, even that, even that is a romance comedy. But there's plenty of anime out there. Like, I think ev- I think they were even little crushes in Azumanga. But, like, you don't call Azumanga a romance comedy. The whole basis of the show, though, is about how she likes this guy. Yeah, but it's That's not... That's the whole thing. Without, the whole without show, that, there the wouldn't story, be a show. The, the main focus on the story of the show is this unrequited love. I mean, she so, even says in, like, the first or second episode where she's like, he's oblivious, he's kind of weird... And there really isn't anything about him that I should like. And it, and it, and it falls through like all the him. way to the final really scene in the final episode. It's like the entire show, the main point of the story is the fact that she likes this guy who doesn't, know, you know, d- doesn't pay any attention to her. I would, I would argue that, that the story isn't about any one person because there's so many characters in the anime that I don't think you can really say that it's about Chio's crush on Nozaki. Except for the fact that we follow her around as our point of view <laughs> character primarily. But it's not. It, but just because you're, just because she's in the scene, or that, or she, or you're looking at something through her eyes, doesn't mean that it's about her love for Nozaki. It only comes up like once an episode, and all he does is ignore her. It isn't it's like, like way more than once an hour episode. I think you're 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 getting too bogged down in semantics, Mitsugi. Maybe for I no reason other than to be argumentary. I would say that Nozaki. If you really think about it, Nozaki is a pretty insufferable character. Really, and, and, and absolutely ridiculously selfish. Think about it. Well, first of all, he has all these people in his apartment that are make, that are like laboring for him to make manga, and he doesn't pay them anything. I'm not disagreeing. So, I'm just saying that doesn't necessarily mean it is or it isn't. And it can't. It does or it doesn't merit a romance tag. If he is, I'm I'm, I'm I've moved on from that because I'm oh, tired of arguing about okay. it. Okay. There were there were. I, enough, sorry, I missed that. There were enough people in the chat that agreed with me that I that I feel happy about that. <laughs> I, have, I don't really care anymore. So you congratulations, chat. You validated Mitsugi. He can sleep tonight. I don't see any agreement in the chat. I'm looking. Well, you need to we, you need to look a little harder. So, um, yeah. So I think that just looking at Nozaki as a character, I, I found him to be pretty insufferable. I mean, he's either incredibly. First of all, I like this anime a lot. Like, I think most of the characters in it are pretty good, except for the, with the exception of, of of the prince girl, who I thought was terrible. And I kind of like Nozaki, but he's sort of he's about as bland as white bread. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't have he doesn't his but voice. But that's is, what makes it funny. I'm I'm not saying it's not funny. I'm just saying he's not likable. Oh, well. I mean he's either he's either incredibly dumb as a character, or he's completely like basically mentally abusing poor. Uh, he's mentally abusing poor Chio the entire time. Think about it. All the different comments he makes, where he like you know set, sets 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 a scenario up for romance and only to like disappoint poor Chio in the end. I feel like he abuses her the entire show it's so funny because i feel like we watched the show and got very different things from it because i watched it and and kazo we were talking about this before we started the podcast Uh where i mean i actually don't think nozaki was that oblivious at a point i kind of feel like he kind of knew but he was just as awkward as she was well that makes him a horrible character because he literally abuses her (gasps) he abuses her emotions the whole anime like the, I, I think the, that's being a little much. The, the entire anime, every single every single possible situation when he's with Chio, he basically just sets it up to be material for his own manga. Like how ridiculously selfish can you be? I mean, even at, even like maybe I don't want to hi- give away spoilers, but like the scene at the end of the anime, if he knows if he knows 
if he knows that she likes him, Wait, can I? And he gets down in her ear and says, "I hey, spoilers, <laughs> the heavy, heavy spoilers." <laughs> well, I get what you're saying though. The last scene in the anime, you can't really spoil this anime. It's not about anything. Well, can we can we can we say spoiler? We we spoiler alert. <laughs> to get to get down in the girl. Now that we've done that, and I, I like this anime a lot, but I'm just making a point. The anime doesn't really have a plot. After the first episode, you've established the plot line. The yeah. rest of it is just yeah, about it's characters. Slice of like, life. No, I agree. It's, so, to, to get it, it, picture this, you have a guy who you like a lot, right? Yeah. You're sitting. You're sitting alone. You're sitting alone at a festival. <laughs> right. You're sitting alone at a festival, which is probably the most romantic setting you can paint. Has he, in has anime. he like um, got me any cotton candy, or one of those f- goldfish in the bag? No. I'm just saying, if I like this guy, he's gonna have to, you know, <laughs> he's gonna yeah, have he to just, deliver. No, he's a provider. His game up. He's a selfish asshole. I don't just give I'm it up for to, anything. I'm painting that picture. He's a selfish right, asshole. Right, right, right. Right. So he hasn't gotten you anything, as he doesn't. All he's doing is taking photographs for his manga, and okay. you're and you're sitting alone on a hill watching fireworks together. And the girl oh. you're with, you know, she likes you. And Wait, she's so now I'm with a girl? Yeah, and she's been, <laughs> and you've been I'm struggling. So confused. She's been struggling <laughs> to confess to you for like the for 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 months. And All right, so I'm with. There's a guy who's not buying me anything, and then there's a girl. Who likes me? <laughs> right. And I'm sitting in the middle and no. we're on a hill watching fireworks. You're ruining my point. I'm just, this is what you said. <laughs> it uh, is what mind. you said. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. No, I'm done. You guys can No, no, no. You're right. You're right. Okay, go ahead. No, you, I want I want, I think you can finish it. Well, Hold what on. I was going to say, okay, we did the spoiler I'm sirens. Now. I'm out. <laughs> we did the spoiler sirens. We flashed the lights. So stop, stop listening if you're worried about spoilers. My theory, and this is probably way too optimistic and giving the show way too much credit. My theory about the ending scene. So at the ending scene, I'm talking about the ending scene. Seriously, I'm going to spoil it, you guys. At the ending scene, um, Chio says one more time, you know, I love you or whatever. And we see him turn to her and he says something and her eyes grow wide. And then we cut to credits and it's like a pan of all the other couples and then it, but we don't hear what he says. Mm-hmm. We just see his lips moving. And then it cuts back the fire, to them. The fireworks are going off, so it's yeah. probably loud. And then it cuts back to them, and Shio goes, Wait, what? And he leans forward and he goes, You know, me too, or I feel the same way. I love fireworks. And my theory is that Nozaki, this whole time, has been setting up this manga and doing all this stuff for the manga because. He doesn't know how to do something nice for her mm-hmm. because he's awkward and because it's one of those situations where it's kind of like that when, you know, you're in junior high or something and you're like, hey, uh, can we go to the movies? Just you and I, but but uh, we're just going to pretend we're dating, mm-hmm. but we're not like like my friends will be there, but we don't. I mean, it doesn't have to be a date. We can just pretend. Um and I feel like it's one of those things and Nozaki finally got the courage because she did it and he said it back. But then he kind of copped out and he said the other thing. And that's why Chio was kind of hurt because she wasn't sure what she heard. But then she ended up laughing because I think that at the end they found an agreement with each other. I, I, I do. I think you're really reaching like a lot. Well, I do think that there is some there are some points in the anime that would lead you to believe that he does in fact like her. For for instance, there was a scene where, um, where he was like pulling pranks on her all day, and then later on at, at, at they were at school, and then after school, he's like, "Hey, can I walk you home?" 
And she's like, okay, thinking the entire time, okay, when's he going to pull the prank? When's he going to pull the prank? Yeah. He never pulls a prank. And then she's like shocked. And he's like, what? I just wanted to walk you home. So it's like, okay, maybe he does like, I don't know. Yeah. But maybe that's, that's what makes the show good is that you don't know. Yeah. I don't, I mean, but it's not, that isn't the focus. The focus of the show is the comedy. Right, and the sure. characters and the situations they get in. And as you were saying, Kazuo, those kind of unexpected gag moments where Absolutely. things just come out of nowhere. Um, I love the whole Lorelai dynamic between um, Seo and uh, Wakamatsu. Right. And I think that is hilarious because Seo is the girl who's over the top, crazy, tomboy. My dream girl, basically. No one, no one <laughs> likes her, but then she has the voice of an angel. And Wakamatsu hears her recorded, doesn't know that it's Seo, but then they still have kind of a a love thing going on. Um, I I actually liked Kashima Kun. I I liked her. I know you guys didn't, but. I, mm. I like that. She was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I agree with Mitsuki in that they spent too much time on her. Um, there was, uh, who was it? Uh, I guess Wakamatsu was. They didn't really spend much time on him either. I feel, or they it, conversely they didn't spend much time on him, which I felt they should have spent the same amount of time on her because she wasn't that interesting of a character at first. She was, but then I kind of Kashima. Yeah. 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 But. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. It's good. So we discussed the character. We discussed the music. We discussed the story and all the that. The animation was pretty animation solid. The animation was pretty solid. They used some things over and over again. Like uh, they did a lot of like cutaways to in order to change scenes. Um, yeah. Which is fine. That's that's a perfectly legit method. But they kept would cut to like the same images. Constantly. And they definitely saved money here and there. There yeah. were some times where it was really like stupid chibi kind of animation. And there were times where they reused cells and flashbacks and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but yeah, I think it was good. I really enjoyed it. It was one of the shows last season that I was looking forward to watch every week. Okay. Do we want to give it a score? Uh, Sure. Okay. You want to go first since it was your show? Me first? Um, I'm going to give Gekkan Shoujo no Zaki-kun um, three and a half Tanuki out of five. Oh my god. What? Are you serious? What? I thought for sure that you were going to give this a four and a half. At least. Why? Because you, ra cause you ranted and raved about how much you loved it all season that it came I out. I did love it. It was amazing, but I love Cheese Sweet Home, and I rant wow. and rave about Cheese Sweet Home, but it doesn't change the landscape of anime. It is a very solid comedy. It's very entertaining, and it does what it set out to do well, putting My it in three Lord. and a half, maybe four. I am stunned. What? Well, what, okay, well, I would like to hear what your score would be then. Um, well, I have. I don't know. You guys, are you guys done? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, I, I thought that there were various aspects of the show that were, that were, that were pretty good. I... Um, you know, I really don't really I really don't normally think that the comedy that I find in anime is very funny. I think that most of the comedy that they use in anime nowadays is really overused even between shows. Co anime tends to der derive its comedy from like slapstick gag jokes or like I fell into your titties jokes or you know, the, the basic bag of jokes that seems like everybody's borrowing from. And I think that Gekkon Shoujo no Zaki-kun actually came up with some pretty clever jokes and I found myself actually laughing and finding it to be pretty funny. 
something that I probably haven't done in an anime in maybe years. Like, I just don't find anime funny anymore. You really don't, and you hate on a lot of comedy anime that come out. That's because they're all dumb. Was mm. this dumb? Uh, yeah, it was kind of dumb. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. But, um, so, I thought I thought that a lot of the comedy was really well written. It was very, very clever. I, I really enjoyed a lot of the comic strip type stuff that they did, where they would sort of have discussion over the the manga that, that they had drawn. I like that they continued to have the, the sort of, the manga continued to be a theme throughout the entire show, because that's basically what the show was about, was his manga. Um, I do think Nozaki-kun is sort of a son of a bitch. I think that he's a uh, a character that basically, if he, and if he doesn't realize that the girl likes him, then he's really re- like just stupid as a character. He's just a dumb guy. And if he does know, and he's literally using her emotions to create scenarios for his manga, that makes him a selfish bastard. Like literally, somebody that would re- that would uh, abuse you by by sort of leading you on in different situations, only to let you down afterwards. Especially at the end there, where he, if he knew, and he sort of makes it sound like he's confessing back, and then he goes, and then he like pauses, and then says fireworks after that, really just to f with her. That makes him most, that <laughs> that makes him a son of a bitch. Yes, that would. I agree. If that's what he's doing, I agree. He's an asshole. And if he doesn't know, he's just dumb. And I didn't really. My favorite characters in the show were definitely Chio. I thought she was really cute. Um, I really liked Seo. I thought that she had really cute moments, and. Um, she sort of reminded me of, um, of, of not Osaka, but, um, oh, God, I can't remember all the characters from Azumanga. Um, but the the hyper girl that would always run back and forth to the cafeteria, the sporty girl. Um, so, yeah, I thought Nozaki-kun was a good anime, but I also thought it was a poor man's His Inner Circumstances. This anime, His Inner Circumstances, has all the same amount of comedy that this anime has, but it also manages to have a mature relationship in it also. Mm-hmm. Something that basically this anime, I think, teases its viewers with from the first, literally the first moment, and then continues to betray the viewer over and over and over again by making, by with these situations where Nozaki makes you think they're about to develop something, and then they just abuse her and the viewer over and over again by sort of letting you down on that. So if you were a person that really wanted it to be a rom- romance, I sort of feel like you probably didn't get what you wanted out of the show. That being said, I thought that the show was really good at what it was doing, and um, I'm going to give the show four abused girls out of five. All right. I thought that um, I thought that Chiaki was going to give this a four and a half for sure, but I'm not going to change my review, my, my score of it, um, you know, based on that. I, I think that this is sort of a show that stands out towards the top of the comedy genre. I think that I would probably watch the sequel of it. For sure. Um, Kazuo? Okay. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed the show. I was, um, I mean, it was obviously hilarious. It, I, I'm, I'm probably going to watch it again just because there were so many moments that I, I just thought were so funny. You, you, you should go watch his under circumstances. Yeah, I, I thought it was really funny. I thought, you know, the animation was pretty good, even though, as we've mentioned before, there were times where they kind of skimped on it a little bit, but no big deal because nothing spectacular was having, happening yeah. in the show anyways. It's about people sitting in a room drawing manga. Um, I thought the characters characters overall were very good. There, you know, as we mentioned, there were a couple of characters that kind of didn't do it for us, but there were more really solid characters than you know not. Um, I just couldn't figure out the prince character. Yeah, what the hell? Like, are you a guy or a girl or both? Like, she has all the girls are hanging on her. Yeah, swooning over. And I don't get that but, really. And 
she's has a crush on the boy, but yet she's supposed to be like a boy. And yeah. I don't. I, I was so gender confused by her the whole show. She looks like a boy, but she's wearing girls' clothes. I, I, I what is know. her purpose in the uh, in the anime? Don't know. But um, but overall, the characters were really good. Uh, where was I? Um, yeah, I, I I was pleasantly surprised by the show. I'm torn, but I think I'm gonna have to give it four basketballs to the face. Wow, you five. guys are rough. All right. I mean, all it's, well. The reason so it why gets a four. the reasons why I wouldn't give it higher are because you know it it's not groundbreaking in any way. It's you know pretty standard. You know run of the mill um and it's it it didn't satisfy me completely like it didn't really do anything which is not always necessarily a bad thing but uh, i just felt like there could have been more there you know i said this in the chat um i know i gave it a slightly above average score and i think a four is an equally fair score for this show and it's and it's weird because i know i didn't give it like a five or anything but i still consider it a one of the must-watch shows oh, from sure. the summer season, especially if you like comedy. 100%. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of shoujo at all, but after watching the show, it's like, wow, this is really good. I, I, I just I can't... Know if I, it's kind of shoujo I, I just can't believe it. Like, the whole week, you guys were texting back and forth. Oh, my God, I love everything about it. It's so great. Like, I love it. And Chiagi's all like, I told you you were going to love it. It's so amazing. And you got to be a three a, and a half and a four? Got to be objective. Yeah. Man. But it's like, nothing groundbreaking. It's it, it doesn't do anything new, really. It's you know, but it's still a really good show. But I have, so I have, but I have a question for you guys. So this show does what it does comedy about as well as it can do it, right? So is it impossible for a comedy to get a truly no, good score? No, not at all. So uh, what does it have to do? Okay, I, I, well, I don't I, know. I mean, yeah, I, the main the main gripe for me was that it just it didn't. I, I felt like it didn't really accomplish anything. What like, what if Nozaki kissed her at the end? I oh, still don't think it would have ten out of five. <laughs> ten out of five. <laughs> I still don't think it would have accomplished that much because right. that would that would just be another thing that got well, thrown in there. I think it would. I think we'd at least get some sort of you know closure to know like okay, all this wasn't just. I mean, at the end of episode twelve, you're in the same spot as you were at the beginning of episode one, basically. So you find that frustrating a little bit. I mean, Me I think I think if you're asking, you know, comedy, I I think it is possible for comedy to get a very high score. It's just harder because of what comedy is kind of setting out to do. You know, it's it's a I think comedy that can walk that line of substance and genuine side splitting humor. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the hardest lines to walk out there. And I definitely think it is possible to to find the marriage of those things, but this anime wasn't setting out to do that, and I'm not going to reward it for something that it didn't strive to achieve. You know, Azumanga Daio is oftentimes, at least on this podcast, touted as basically the best comedy anime out there, even though it's it's old enough that a lot of people that are listening probably have no idea what Azumanga is. But I wonder if we... I know that we already gave that anime a 5 out of 5, but if we were to review that anime now, having having not seen it before, I wonder if well, what's, what kind of score we would give it. And I'm betting it would be closer to a 4. Interesting. All right. So that is... We're getting... You're giving Gekkon Shoujo a 4 out of 5? Yes, 4 out of 5. Still a good score. Yeah. yeah I'm, I wonder I, if Cram was here, what Cram would have given it. 
Hmm. I, I'm if they make a second season, I'm 100 percent. Oh watching yeah, it. me too. And as I said, I'm probably gonna watch this season over again. And if it gets dubbed, I'll probably watch it dubbed. That'd be interesting. I will it's watch a really it. Really good show. I, I'll buy the Blu-rays if it comes out. I will watch it, but only if something develops with one of the relationships. Because I'm not gonna watch another four hours of having my you know yeah penis teased or my cock teased <laughs> Whoa, or whatever. Easy. That's what it is. It's a cock tease comedy. So I I don't want I don't want to have I don't want to be cock teased for four more hours. I thought there wasn't any romance or anything in there it. There isn't. That's the oh, point. Wait a minute. <laughs> There isn't. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a tease. To be, be cock teased, you have to have some kind uh, of element well, of something. No, you, not romance. I'll tell you that right now. All right, well, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so this podcast is over. I'm unplugging <laughs> it right now. I'm thankful for this podcast. <laughs> okay, so this has been the 253rd episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Next week, we are going to not be doing a podcast because it's Thanksgiving. Uh, that's not next week. Wait, what? The week after next. Next week, week we're doing something. Oh, next week we're doing... Wait, wait. I got this. Oh, that's right. I got this. What are we doing next week, Chiaki? Next week, we... Oh, this is a fun one. A fun one. We're Bring doing Mad Lib Make the Anime. So we will be writing Mad Libs with the following, with one of the following categories to fill in the blank. Protagonist, side character, verb, special weapon, and location. And then before the show, we will fill hats or bowls or some other containers with two or three scra- scraps of paper from each of us for each of these different things. And then we will pull one of the things out and read our Mad Lib the anime summary that we write. Sounds interesting. It's gonna be fun. It'll what be fun. what anime are we gonna be are, are we gonna be reviewing next week? I'm very excited because we are reviewing the best anime from the summer season. Oh, spoiler! spoiler <laughs> yeah, way to give it away. Sorry. Why even <laughs> listen to the episode? <laughs> bury the lead. Bada come on. Everybody knew that was okay. That was amazing. All right, so thank you, thank you to the live audience for watching. I uh, appreciate that that all of you you know check in every week and watch us and. Um, Lovely audience, so yeah, that's yeah. Cool. thank you. Um, you can you can watch us live on YouTube every Saturday night at 9:30 p.m. EST. So check us check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash user forward slash AAA podcast official. But that live time may be changing, it and be changing. you can give your input on if we do change it. What time works best for you? Of the times we're thinking of, there's a poll on our main site aaapodcast.com. Good point, Chiaki. Thank you for that. You're welcome. And uh, we are also on YouTube. Wait, I already said that. We're on iTunes. We're on Facebook. We're on Ustream. Wait, we're not on Ustream anymore. Nope. We're on Twitter. Nope. <laughs> we're on Twitter. At AAA Podcast. We're so. everywhere. We're I in guess your backyard. technically we're still on Ustream because we didn't, like, delete anything. All right, guys. I'm drunk on something, so it's time to say goodbye. All right. I am Mitsugi, and for Chiaki and Kazuo, be safe. Peace. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>